taking off in five, four, three, two. Uh, I had something fucking weird happen to me um, yesterday and today. Very strange. If you say this and it's recorded, are you going to get in any trouble? Uh, no, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, Popo should be fine. Good, um, good, good. But what happened to me was I was uh, I had to, I had to make an appointment for today, uh, uh, which is this is Saturday and this is on Friday, and so I called the place. You know, they gave me the details. I make the appointment. Then at the end of the call, routine, they ask, "Okay, so what's your phone number?" And I was like, "Uh," and I panicked. And then I I threw out my number, but then like it just didn't feel right. I was like, "Wait, that didn't." That doesn't sound right. So, so when I went to the place today, long story short, they didn't, they weren't ready for me. So I had to like leave and come back. So the lady was like, okay, like I'll just give you a call. Like when, when your shit's ready. And then I was like, all right. But then I was like, oh shit, let me try to correct that shit from yesterday. Cause I know somehow I got that wrong. Then I blanked again. And I, and I just threw out a random number. It wasn't even my fucking number. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hold up. Stop! Stop! Stop the press! What? What? You giving out Google numbers? I, I, I Why honestly you giving out fake phone numbers. No, no, I wasn't even giving out fake numbers. I just didn't you remember your mine. number. Yeah, dude, that's early on <laughs> Alzheimer's. Yo, I've been saying. Let's that make I, another saying... appointment for you <laughs> with a neurologist. Holy this time. shit, dude! I, I swear to God. And and then when I like got in the car, and a story that we're going to talk about uh, in a, in a bit. Is going to have to like, um, or it's it's going to kind of touch on this a little bit of the the idea of shame and shame makes things like so much harder because oh, because I I honestly just wanted to, and I needed this person to call me back so I can know to go get the shit that I need to get right, um, but I was so shamed to the point where I was like I don't even want to call back and give her the right number like I just want to leave isn't it. That <laughs> such a weird feeling uh, <laughs> being like ashamed like oh, I don't know if I want to do this mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to go back there because that person might see me who was going to remember and bro, I asked that stupid question yeah. about the cheese on the sandwich <laughs> like well bro you don't know it, what Brie is yeah. like is that a uh, is she no. working today is she working yeah, like, I, I no, remember it's a cheese so and I'm going to get back to my story but then here's, here's a weird little segue um so I remember once uh, I was like on a date I, I forget what under what oh, I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was like a tinder date or <laughs> if it was just like a just I just somehow oh, bumble grinder no, no I don't I don't, even, I don't even know if it was a dating app I think it was mm-hmm. just, uh, just maybe you met somebody back page <laughs> no <laughs> um uh so uh we're on the date and and I'm like hey, we're flirting everything's going great everything's going great and then I think we were talking about um oh no I know exactly what it was I wasn't actually on a date I was it was at work but I was talking to somebody who we were kind of like vibing um, where she just happened to come in and, and you know, reviving and she brings up, you know, somehow we start talking about like dinner and then she starts talking about, um, you know, what she likes to cook. And she was like, Oh yeah, I like to cook, um, uh, tilapia. And I was like, Oh, I mean, that sounds, sounds a little expensive for my taste. And she was like, tilapia. And I was like, that sounds like some cheap shit. <laughs> no, no, no. Tilapia is the cheapest of the it's cheap. The, yeah. Okay, so, so like, so you're good, good, because yeah. you're in the same boat that I was. Tilapia, and is that I didn't garbage. really know. <laughs> I didn't really know what tilapia was. It just sounded like, oh, I guess that's a sounded European. So you were I, like, I just threw it out there. Like, <laughs> uh, I've never been to France. She's like, what? what? 
<laughs> Safeway. <laughs> you can get it there. You don't have to you go to Florence. Safeway. Price right, right up the street. You can go there. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So, anyways, that that was that. Um, so, but but yeah, back back to this original story. Like, so, you know, had you guys already hooked up or no? No, not at that point. No. Okay, so this is you know. Yeah, we're still feeling it early in the bit. game, right? Yeah, yeah, way if you guys had already game. hooked up. It's like no, it was honestly, it was, like, it was like maybe like second or third time I'd seen well, her. First of all, I like to cook tilapia. That's one item. That's not a meal. That's like one thing. Right, you're missing my entire what point. You talking you're about? Just, <laughs> I understand you got my back in this, but also yeah, I got your back. Yeah, listen, <laughs> get her, Take get her in here. I like to cook tilapia. That's like saying I like to cook meatballs. Like no, no like pasta, no spaghetti. What about okay. the, what about the sauce? Right. What about the tomato <laughs> sauce? You this just is, like to cook this is the, how the you, meat. This is how ball? you win every argument because yeah. what you're saying doesn't I narrow even, it in. Yeah, this doesn't even make any sense. It's like, <laughs> here's my tactic. <laughs> Why do I have to state the entire? I meal? narrow you in and I and I isolate you. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me let me let me quickly finish this up so we can get the fucking podcast started. Um, so uh, so I'm in the car and I was like, fuck. All right, I got a call. So I call. And she's uh, the lady who was helping me was like, um, oh, that's not your phone number. Because she was already weirded out by the fact that I was like, oh, that's not the number. Let me give you the number. And then even then I was kind of hesitant. And so she was already like, uh, OK, so she she's like, oh, so the number you just gave me is not your phone number. And I was like, no, but let me explain. Let me explain. Um, Wait, did you say let me explain? Yeah, you I, was say, like, I was like, no, no, I, I think the exact words that I used was, um, okay, this is going to sound really weird and I want to explain this and it's completely unnecessary, but for whatever reason, between yesterday and today, I've just somehow forgotten my phone number and and then as I was saying it, I was just digging that How many beach. phone numbers do you have? I was just, only one, or technically only one. Or, yeah. okay, so, so <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me put this up there. You're going to edit this part out. No, 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 not at all. Um, so I, uh, for for mainly everything i use google voice uh as like my the number that i give everybody i've used it for years now yeah um because it just makes everything kind of like less complicated between like business stuff and like is that uh, the number you gave me yeah that's the number you have oh you motherfucker <laughs> why do you, you gave me mean? a google voice number it, like why do you think that's why do you think that's a weird thing i feel like a fucking like a side chick do you, <laughs> do you think it's like a fake number it's like I don't trust you enough to have no, true direct access no, to me. It, it is. You no, got to go it, through. It, it, weirdly enough, it's actually the ABC most direct company. access because I don't even need my phone in order to. And that's one of the main reasons why I have it is, is because I don't technically actually need my phone in order to access text messages, uh, call logs, anything like or even but that's calls. if you have your laptop on you. No, if I'm from if I'm at any computer. So, for instance, there's been a couple what of if times you're hiking in Machu Picchu and I need to text you. You can still text me. Mm, what are you right. talking about? <laughs> you're right. Google is everywhere. <laughs> okay, listen. Like, you won the battle. Right. You didn't win the war. <laughs> All okay. right, let me get through the fucking story. <laughs> so, so she's already like weirded out. And then I'm explaining yeah, it further. And I'm like right digging the ditch like even further of like, no, but what you see happen is I just randomly forgot. And then when I when I came up to you, I kind of forgot like again. And, and it was just like the worst. And I just felt my, I was like, whatever. And, and that's, and she probably hit the silent alarm. Under, she probably did. I'm not even there. Desk. I'm not even there, right? She just hit the silent alarm. Like I think he's coming. Like BPD's <laughs> on the way to kill on site. Yeah. Um. So I think I think the moral to that story is what I learned from it is just fuck it. Like you know what I mean? Like 
that shame you didn't that you learn feel, honesty from it no <laughs> no 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 actually no, that's actually exactly what i learned from it is honesty of i'm just gonna tell you i'm not even gonna try to explain that the weird shit that that led to this point i'm just gonna tell you you're gonna deal with it i'm gonna come get the shit that i need we're gonna exchange and then we're done wait but what are you gonna tell them like the real number or the google number the people yeah, no, I have no problem giving them like my number, which again, I I don't I don't even remember what the fuck the number for my actual phone is. I don't. That's how long I've been using the Google number. Um, uh, so it's like for me to give it to somebody, it's it's un, unless they it's a necessary thing, meaning that like the thing I'm trying to do can't work with the Google number. That's the only possibility I could even even fathom that I would need to give somebody the actual number for the actual. What's the lesson learned here? The lesson learned is exactly what you said is honesty. Meaning that I don't need to fucking like explain to this person or, and or lie about like what's going on here. Just fucking tell what this is the thing. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. I gave you the fucking wrong number. All right, let's move on. Like at the end of every episode of South Park, Mm -hmm. Kyle always tells a story about, you know what I learned today? Honesty. It's important to be honest to your friends, right? And he tells one of these stories. That's what I feel like is happening right now. You're like, you know what I learned today? <laughs> to be honest. To be honest. <laughs> Real number, fake number, doesn't matter. Uh, Can you reach me? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. But it's important to speak your truth. <laughs> hey, let's speak the truth about this fucking podcast real, real quick. Welcome to the Fade Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film-related, along with any of the goddamn thing we want to talk about coming to you live and direct, Hearth Studios, Baltimore City, fuck is up. Yo, my morning's been off to a great start. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, what's, what, uh, what's, what's got it off to the great start? So... I've like created a very regimented schedule for myself, right? Literally mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, Monday through Sunday mm-hmm. for the next year is going to be hour by hour. Ooh, regimen, I like this. Ooh, right? okay, okay. Uh, what's what's in the regimen? So I mean, fucking like my from when I wake up, mm-hmm. that, I, it's all planned out. When do you plan it out? What do you mean? Like, like do you, do you like plan it out like the night before? Like you 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 map out how the next day is going to go, or do you already have it for the week, or how do you do it? It's for the entire week, for all fifty two mm. weeks, for the entire year. Oh shit! Wait, that you can't do that. Come on, shit comes up. I doing? mean, shit comes up, and like you, I'm, I'm obviously gonna have to like factor those things in. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, if I try and like live <coughs> by this schedule, yeah. I'll be good, right? Hmm. Like so, literally, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give you my Monday, what Monday looks like for me. Mm-hmm. Wake up at five a.m. every morning. I try and work out from 5.30 to 7 a.m. at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately for me, the gym is like right by the train station. Uh, so I jump on the train, take the train into Baltimore from 7.30 to typically get there around 8.15. Mm-hmm. Work from 8.30 to 5 p.m. Got a 5.20 train home. Usually get back to the train station at like 5.40, right? Mm-hmm. Um, pick up my daughter, daddy-daughter time up until like, 8.30 is usually around when her bedtime is from 8.30 to 10.30. I usually use those like uh, two, two and a half hours to study. Mm-hmm. Um, I try and have like a 10.30 bedtime on Mondays. And then Tuesday morning, back at it 5 a.m. Wow. Goddamn. Can you yeah. can you maintain that? 
Is that a maintainable? No, no. <laughs> Fuck that. This is, this is not sustainable. I I didn't build sustainability into this. I build. I tried to build like logic and rationale and reasonable thinking, but yeah. this is not sustainable. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. if I don't crash until November, right? Then it's a, a for success. the most part, I have yeah. an eighty percent success rate. <clears throat> Yeah, that's not bad. Which is good. That's, yeah. not, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be hard for me to build in a specific regimen for the entire year because I know that I get pretty, like, tired of things pretty quickly. So, like, if I do the same thing every single day, yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go crazy. By the end of that week, I'll be crazy. Yeah. When yeah you, I need something different. When you've taken out a $15,000 student loan. <laughs> It's, you, it's, it's a little yeah. bit easier <laughs> to commit to the thing. Hey, you, you know what? I will wake yeah, up you know five what? o'clock I have to, every Wednesday and Sunday. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. It's like, oh, you money, so I'll yeah. be there. Yeah, that that does change when there's like incentive uh, involved. I think, and it, I, it, when you have a when you have a really hard to find goal in mind, mm, it's that a hey, it's commitment hey, to yourself. Hey, right? bro, that's I'm what gonna, I'm doing. I'm right gonna now. need you to. Hey, say that one more yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I don't need you to say that one more time. This, this, it's hey. important. And I learned this through, I, I learned this through like just say some, that one more time. some like life resetting, right? Yeah. Set a goal mm-hmm. and see nothing, do nothing, live and breathe that goal, right? Yeah. And I used to tell like my coworkers this all the time. Like your goals, your ambitions, your dreams, whatever they may be, they mean nothing unless it's written down. Right. And unless you build a schedule around it, like how much hours a day, how many hours a week, how many hours a month are you actually dedicating to that goal? Mm. What a lot of people will do is they'll just give you a a figure and you tell them, oh, what do you want to do? And they're like, oh, I want to I want to I want to be a musician. Yeah. Right. I want to I want to be like but then a, it's like, what are you actually a, fucking doing? Yeah, and it's like, great. To be a mu- how musician? many yeah. hours a day? Do you spend writing music? And they're like, uh, you know, three or four. It's like, when? Yeah. In the morning, like midday, at night. Like, when are you writing? And they're well, like, uh, write a little bit here, I write a little bit there. It's well, like, well, here's where you go a little deeper with it. Is that it? it, it, it and it's it's a good idea, right? To like worry about the actual time that you actually spend on a thing. But what matters even more than that, though, I think, is the quality of what you're doing. So for instance, if you spend five hours every day for the next two weeks on writing music, but you've not really progressed, like you're still kind of where you started, failure. This is a failure. You, you know what I mean? Like you, you got to push yourself forward. And I think that that's, that's something that I, I, I try to work on. And I'm not saying this as if I'm immune to that. I'm saying that with the knowledge of that, that, you know, I can spend all the time on something, but if I don't like if I don't push myself not only to spend time on it, but to actually progress in that thing, move that thing forward, you know, OK, hey, we did this. OK, time to move forward with that instead of just ruminating on like the same thing, you know, um, then you're 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 not doing any yourself any like favors. You yeah, know? You're, you're, you're doing yourself. A disservice. Absolutely. And and, you know, to kind of piggyback <laughs> on that. Right. If you're not moving forward, then sure, maybe failure, maybe you need to like reassess your goals and then, you know, continue to dedicate time to whatever your your goal may be. And the goal you set in the beginning, 
is not always the goal that you achieve in the end, right? You may sure. start out with like, hey, I want to do this thing. And along the way, you're like, okay, well, I don't want to do that. And I do want to do this. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. And your goals may change. Yeah. Um, still got to move forward. But uh, and I was watching, do you remember this series on Netflix? It was called like Abstract. Yeah. I, I love that phenomenal, show. Phenomenal. I love that series. Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was the one about like the New York, uh, the, the cartoonist for like the New Yorker. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They had um, they've had a few ones yeah. about somebody from New York doing some shit. Yeah, there's uh, yeah. a lot of people in New York doing <laughs> cool shit, right? Yeah. Um, and or it might be a, the one who like uh, about the woman who wrote "Eat, Pray, Love," right? I, I you know I actually think it might have been her. Anyway, okay. The 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 message is that um, inspiration. Like, I think the, the message was like inspiration is for children, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're young, you're like, oh, I need to be inspired to create, right? Sure. When you're an adult, you understand that you need to like be in the lab. You need to be working at the thing that you want to do every day. And every day you're not going to be inspired. You yeah. may go an entire week without having like real inspiration you might go months you might go a fucking year without being truly inspired yeah but you do the work along the way so that when inspiration comes you're ready to seize it right sure. yeah. it's like you know inspiration comes you're not like sitting on the couch right then you gotta you gotta get up you gotta find a pen and yeah. a piece of paper <clears throat> to like write it down and take action creativity on it. is no. just like any other muscle that you need to stretch and work out like you you like it's muscle memory, right? Like, yeah. So, like, so for instance, if you haven't written in about a year, but then you suddenly get inspired for something, you're gonna you, be you're fucking so rusty. rusty when it comes to writing that the thing that you thought was a great idea, you're not even able to put in a coherent yeah. way. You that, can't capture like, it and exactly. get it down on paper. So, you if you ready, if you had spent that time like writing and like your practice, you're ready. When you get that inspiration, oh, you know exactly how to slice yeah. that thing up and to make it, yeah. you know, exactly what it should be. So, if you find inspiration, yeah. you're on the couch. You're not as prepared as you would be if you find inspiration when you actually have the pen in your hand and the paper in or, front or at of least you. when you and not just like when it's in front of you but like like again you've stretched that muscle and you've worked that muscle out so much that now that you're inspired oh shit like i don't have to like remember how to write yeah i'm already already I'm past there, yeah i'm there so if you're just walking down the street and you're like oh fuck here's a great idea uh, let me jot this down real quick okay i jotted down that idea i'm gonna expand on it a little later now you're in the flow like you're like you just build that into the flow of what you're what you're already doing it's happened to me plenty of times when i'm writing like a script right like it, if I'm if I'm not in the in the realm of writing a script and I'm and I'm kind of like rusty, I'll write down an idea, <clears throat> and I'll be like, oh, that's a great idea. I should expand upon that. I'll do that later. But if I'm in the middle of writing a script and an idea strikes me, I'm yeah. Like, oh, how do I fold that into here? How do I yeah, make this you're work? Just, how do you're I getting it down? Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, that's where, uh, inspiration Saturday uh, is uh, <laughs> is where we're gonna title uh, title these shows now um okay let, let, let's hop into some shit here let's talk about some uh some some movie shit uh let's talk about what's coming out this week uh in theaters this is the uh, the week of what's what's this friday this is the 28th 28th uh is this friday i believe this is this upcoming this friday coming friday uh, is the 28th. yeah yeah i'm just gonna go ahead and say that's the truth 28th yeah, yeah fuck <laughs> you're, good with, you're good with calendar yeah i try i try um okay i never know what day it is <laughs> uh, so this uh, this particular Friday we have coming out in theaters uh, the uh, Invisible Man, um, oh, which is this looks uh, good. I'm gonna see this. Shit. That's sad that you said this looks good. Uh, what? When uh, Cecilia's abusive uh, ex takes his own life and leaves uh, her his for- uh, his fortune, she suspects his death was a hoax, uh, a series of uh, coincidence 
turn lethal as Cecilia works to prove that she is being hunted by someone nobody can see. This is uh, this film was directed uh, by Leigh uh, Wanell. It's also written written by uh, uh, Wanell as well as uh, I think this this whole this whole invisible man thing, I think was uh, created by HG uh, Wells, if I'm not mistaken. So he always gets the credit. Whoever is running his estate, that's a come up. <laughs> the, bag, the bag is coming right now. Uh, you don't have to work a goddamn day in your life. Um, nah. Okay. Uh, this movie Get stars. checks in the mail. We don't even know where they came from. Yeah, just cash yeah, it. That's on like, who's that? Uh, that's future. Was it? Is that, I don't know. Probably. It sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, this movie stars uh, Elizabeth Moss, uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen, uh, Aldous Hodge, who, I, who I've been a, a somewhat of a fan of for 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 some years now. I think he does some. I think sometimes he does some work that I'm like, ah, come on, bro, you could have, you could ask your agent to hook you up on this one. You don't have to. You don't have to do you this. You don't have to do <laughs> this project. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, also Storm Reed. Uh, again, this is uh, being released uh, this particular Friday. Okay, let's uh let's move on from invis. Actually, you know what? What do you um, what are your predictions on a movie? How do you think this goes? Do you think this is kind of like more timely in terms of it's going to have like a lot of um, uh, a lot of more timely sort of topics or or you know, it's going to be themes? very um, it's like, going to have a lot of social commentary mm, in it. Okay. I think right. Like, here's just another example of how like, you know, a controlling, just insecure man uh, mm. abuses his his power and so much to he, he made himself fucking invisible yeah. so he can stalk you know this woman and, and she like, looks crazy yeah and society's saying like oh you're, you're the crazy, crazy one it's like yeah. no yeah right yeah you see I, I, I feel like it's Yo, too on the nose for me too on the nose I just like this movie because it looks um, you know it's Different different storytelling, right? It's different. I haven't seen. Have is you, it, is I mean, it there was there was Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon, right? I mean, they, but that was a little bit different. In, he wasn't like, like how many Invisible Man movies are there? There's like eighty of them. I only know. Well, there was the uh, well, there was Dark Man, right, with um, <laughs> Liam Neeson back in the day. Is that what? <laughs> I'm giving you the only <laughs> Invisible Man movies I know. Okay. It was Dark Man from back in the day with Liam Neeson. Is that there. even about an Invisible Man? I think he was he was invisible. Was he? Yeah. In Dark Man? Yeah, I think he had to like wear the face wrap to like Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. There was Hollow Man. Yeah. With Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Very good movie. Um now there's this. So I <laughs> Right? But the, so but again, the only three is, I got. But this is uh again, this is based off of H. G. Wells uh his, Listen, his book. I know I made a joke about it earlier in his estate and that was funny. I don't know who that was. <laughs> I've never even heard of H. G. Wells. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guarantee some honesty for your ass. I, I guarantee you, you've seen a shit. Ton. I'm like, sure. So for, I have. for instance, I think it's, and I might be getting this wrong. Anybody out there, feel free to make fun of me if I do get this wrong. But like the War of the Worlds, um, uh, the day the Earth stood still, those That's type of shit. I, I don't know if those two in particular, but it's that kind of vibe, this like weird sci-fi kind of gotcha. shit. Um, yeah, that that's usually uh, H.E. Wells. So I, I think this looks good because it's like, how do you actually like today, right? How do you, how would you actually overcome this, right? Hey, an invisible man is following me. I mean, just you set up. Sound hey, crazy. just just set up the phone. Be like, hey, did you see that fucking knife just move on that counter when nobody actually touched it? But okay. what if he didn't touch the knife? Huh? What if? I mean, uh, he's gonna I, do something if, if he if he wants to threaten me, right? I have a twenty four seven camcorder 
at my disposal. Well, no, what you need is the camcorder with the heat mapping technology, <laughs> right? And that's not cheap. Hey, do they have that on Instagram? They they got is, it, that I mean, is that a filter? Is that a filter? You got to wait till Amazon Prime Day <laughs> to get the shit, <laughs> right? And you're still going to be hit uh, with the bag. I'm right. like, we're going to need that check from you. All right, let's move forward here. Um, okay, this is a uh, another film coming out this Friday. Uh, we have Guns Akimbo. Um, Miles is stuck in a dead-end job. Uh, still in love with his ex-girlfriend Nova, unbeknownst to him, a gang called Skiz or Schism is running a deadly competition within his city in which uh, complete strangers fight to the death for the entertainment of an online audience for millions. Uh, Miles soon uh, soon finds himself caught up in the game uh, and forced to fight in a battle to the death. Initially, Miles' lifetime. Uh, of running from his problems pays off as he manages to elude his first opponent. But when Nova is kidnapped, he must finally uh, he must finally stop running and overcome his fears to fight for the girl he loves. Uh, this film is created or I'm sorry, directed by Jason uh, Lee uh, Howden. It is also written by Howden as well. Uh, stars Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Samara Wavering, uh, Natasha Lou uh, Bordizo, uh, Hanako Footman. Um, and again, this, uh, this is coming out this particular Friday, Friday the 28th. Um, so, uh, this, when, when I watched this, uh, trailer, man, uh, it was, it was kind of like a weird, like kind of like a hardcore Henry type of situation. I don't know if yeah, you remember that kind yeah, of, I remember movie. hardcore Henry. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like that, except for obviously it wasn't like, it's not first person. Not as hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I got to give it up to my man, uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, you know, Harry Potter chooses the weirdest roles and I'm into it. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is like, I'm going to be, not necessarily that he's like trying to prove that he's more than Harry Potter, but he's, I've, I've reached the pinnacle of success, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to um, pick my projects based off of like what Hollywood may think that I have to do in order to like maintain that level of success, I'm mm. going to work on projects that I want to work on. Yeah. That and shit that interests me. They may so not be strange. like, you know, blockbuster movies, right? Yeah. But like, this is the shit that I like. Yeah, I, I remember watching um, the you know, the movie uh, Swiss Army Man um, that he did with uh, Paul Dano. Uh, and that's another A24 movie. And the only reason why I really watched it was because, uh, for one, I, I'm actually a pretty decent fan of uh, Paul Dano. I think he does a lot of great work. But also, uh, it's an A24 movie, so I was like, fuck it. It's got to be hot, you know? Yeah. Um, and But the premise for the movie is a guy ends up on an island, essentially alone, and uh, he ends up finding, like, a essentially like a dead body that he pretends is, like, his friend. And then the, the uh, dead body eventually... Uh, comes to life uh, and it starts like farting and like it's just like a weird fucking like I movie remember this. And, and Daniel Radcliffe played the dead body uh, and at first I was like there's just no way I, I'm gonna like like this movie at the end of it I was like holy shit that was fucking good yeah. it was such a fucking good movie it's such a weird and peculiar movie but really good uh, and so anyways I, I'm, I'm into uh, all these weird ass roles that uh, didn't he have like a show Daniel on Radcliffe. FX no, you're thinking of Elijah Wood. Yep, I am. <laughs> Good guy too. I like yeah, that. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. just yeah, naming my guys who kind of look, look alike. Look alike. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about some um, some shit that's coming out on streaming uh, this particular um, uh, week. I like how you immediately knew I was talking. Nah, about yeah. Elijah well, Wood. as soon as you said FX, I I knew exactly what you're talking about. Um, okay, 
really, the only things, uh, the only the only um, streaming service that actually is coming out with new content this particular week is, uh, I don't know, I guess the beginning of the year is always just slow for everybody, theaters and, and streaming services alike. But uh, Netflix is, and this is why I think, I'm not sure anybody's really going to catch them. Like, Netflix, I like, hate. You know what I mean? Like, they, they just, they always have content going, you know? It doesn't matter if it's February. It doesn't matter if it's November. It doesn't matter if it's March, April, May. Like, they've always got content. And I don't know why I said those in that really weird order. But, um, okay, so let, let's talk about what's coming out on uh, Netflix this particular week. Uh, we have I Am Not Okay With This, uh, which is, uh, it, I, I watched the trailer for this. It actually didn't look terrible. It looked okay. Uh, it kind of looks like um, how how can I put it? Um, hmm. It kind of looks like what, what's a, what's a movie with like a young person who discovers they just like they have powers. Um, what was that movie with uh, Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, that's uh, what's it called? Uh, starts with a C. Uh, Chronicle. Chronicle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind uh, of I mean, like it, a. And this this is also from the creators of Stranger Things, right? Oh, is it really? Yeah. From the uh, from the Duffer Brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Either the creators, or like the the, the producers, producers of Stranger okay. Things. I thought I, I thought it was, yeah, I, yeah I thought it was like maybe the producers. I didn't know if it was the Duffer Brothers or not, but um, yeah. So th- this kind of looks like that, where it looks like there's some a bit of like you know magic in it, or a bit of like sci-fi in it, um, and uh, yeah, it doesn't look too bad. Um, but anyways. Uh, we have Altered Carbon season two. Um, with the with the boy hey, Anthony Mackie. Hey, hey, shots off of that kid. No, he's Falcon. always fucking. He's always fucking working. Yo, he's always working. This dude went from being Take no winter off. <laughs> he went from being a rapper. You know what I mean, Papa Doc. Yo, yo, then you know, he got you, the job at the Adjustment yo, Bureau. Yo, you know and he was like, "Fuck this Adjustment Bureau shit. I'm an Avenger now, <laughs> right? I'm fighting for America's freedom." I, I just want to let you know you've already made this joke before. So, I know, yeah, I know, you, no. you but, now we, <laughs> but now, now we can add to it, right? <laughs> so now he he said, "Fuck now that uh, like, Avenger I'm shit." I'm on his futuristic altered carbon, carbon shit. shit. You, know? a, you don't even know about it yet. That's futuristic. New shit. <laughs> It's that Apple iOS 50. You don't even know about this you yet. We beta testing. <laughs> idiot. Um, uh, so Papa Doc, uh, is it Papa Doc or Papa Dot? Papa Doc. Doc? Yeah, I still don't know which one you Clarence. Uh, What's his real name? Yeah. Parents have a real nice marriage. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know what? As much as... Um, as much shit as we give uh, Eight Mile, I think we can learn some valuable lessons from it. I think everybody in all spheres can learn from Eight Mile. Oh, when whenever you're in a debate with somebody, right? How do you disarm that person? You tell them. You you tell the audience that everyone listening, right? All the sh- all the ammunition that they may have on you. You just and it goes back to your point at the beginning of the podcast. Honesty, right? Yeah, listen, I'm broke. I don't have nice shoes. I don't have any money. Yes, my uh, my ex girlfriend cheated on me or whatever. She slept with with Roach or whatever that guy's name was in Eight Mile. Uh, uh, yeah, I live with my mom. Was it Roach? It might have been. My know. best friend is Cheddar Bob. Yeah. He did shoot himself in the leg. You completely disarmed them. Yo, 
and then and, uh, then they have no fire uh, for you. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say. They're just gonna make fun of the same yeah, shit. We're, that we're, gonna, you said. we're gonna talk about the uh, the presidential uh, the Democratic debate a little later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't even let it out yet. Don't even she let it out. Needs to yeah, drop an album right now. <laughs> that shit'll be with features on it. Migos, the baby. Same, 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 same. But this is how. This is. I want to hear her is, battle Eminem. <laughs> That would be, be. I don't know who's gonna win that one. I'll be honest. <laughs> After the, <laughs> right, we'll talk, we'll the talk Nevada, about it. Let's save it. Let's save it. Let's save it. Nevada, let's yeah. Who knows? Let's save it. Um. So, uh, they should have learned from Eight Mile. This is what you do. You confront your shit right up front. You don't even. You don't try to hide it. You don't try to like pretend uh, that thing's not the thing. No, you confront it head on. I don't understand why they won't learn that simple like fact of life. Yeah. The more honest you are, the more. Uh, the more people are willing to forgive you but if you try to hide your shit oh now they got you now they know they can use it as a weapon now i know your weakness now i know yeah. you don't want to know now i know, know what this. you're afraid of exactly if you know what someone is afraid of oh, that is absolute that power, power. <laughs> absolute power and, 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 and uh, i think you and fabe try to argue with me that money and maybe it might have been to be, to be fair maybe it might have been more fabe than you this goes back to the game of thrones comment yes power is, is it power, power right? or or and i think we, we were talking about like power and money right mm-hmm. how i was trying to say that like they, they aren't they aren't the same thing. I understand that in America, especially, right? Like we equate the two the same. We we use them interchangeably. That oh, if you have money, then we're just assuming you have power. Or if you have power, we're just assuming you have money. No, power is is it, it can be in that form, but it's not necessarily in that form, right? So like you, anyways, I'm I'm getting completely off on on a tangent here. No, we'll, but we'll, I, we'll, I know we'll, where you're we'll, going. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we get there's to the power. Uh, the there's perception. There's there's, there's perception because, of power, but that think perce- of perception of power has to constantly be reinforced, yeah. right? Power well, is well, just power. Well, tell me this. Um, if if you're a sitting senator and you know you've got some dirt in your past, right? And you're like, I don't want anybody to find this out. Who has that power? The person who knows that information. And you have, They've got yeah. power. And And the only way that you have power over them, right, is like... You know, money, right? Maybe you can suppress them with your. What if money, they don't want right? money? Yeah. Until what you run they... into somebody like the Joker, where yeah. they're like, "I don't want your yeah. goddamn money." <laughs> then you're like, uh. "These schemers." <laughs> right? That's my favorite line from the, from the movie. But yeah, like but, once you have your nothing money, to threaten me with. Yeah, <laughs> once your money is no longer holding them back, or they have enough, or they just don't care about the money anymore, Ooh, right? Dangerous waters. Like, unless you're Michael Bloomberg, and you you definitely do have enough money to pay and, unless, they, <laughs> unless they signed an NDA, then it's like mm, I don't care about money but i do have this legal obligation uh, all right all right let's let's get back to this uh carbon uh altered carbon shit um so actually i, I checked the trailer out it looked it looked okay um look season one kind of left me like a little like uh, i'm not sure if this was a good payoff i'll give season two a little bit of a try but if i at the first whiff of this is some bullshit first whiff um, i'm pulling i'm pulling the escape hatch <laughs> all right uh we have um followers uh also pokemon me too strikes back are we past this me too shit Oh, me, me too me, or Mewtwo? <laughs> <laughs> me, me too? Strikes me. Hey, listen. I feel like I might get got this time around. I survived. <laughs> I survived the first uh, that series. was a Freudian slip if I've yeah, ever had one. Me too um, strikes no, back. Mewtwo. Uh, that's uh, Russell Mew Simmons. With the, like, what? <laughs> he's like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought we were done. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I thought it was over. 
Um, no, uh, yeah, Pokemon Mew two. That's Mew with the W. Uh, strikes back. Um, I, yeah, I thought we were done with this. Uh, I thought we like had our our on completely different levels than. Didn't he Mew. already strike back? I you know I thought there was a movie. I thought, he, I thought he already struck back. I don't know. I don't. I I don't know. Maybe that's why they call this evolution. Maybe they, they added on evolution at the end of that Mew two. So he strikes he's, back. He struck evolution. back and then he evolved he and he's gonna strike back again. Hey. I don't got nothing else. That, this is actually what is else? It? What do you want this from is me? Actually, <laughs> Mewtwo. This is actually like the Mewtwo movie. <laughs> you, you already struck back. You want more of my shit? I apologize. The f- when you struck back the first time, I said I was sorry. Now you want to evolve and strike back again? I'll probably check this shit out though. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> all right, we have uh, all the bright places with uh, Dakota, not Dakota Fanning. L how do you pronounce her name? Ella Fanning or is it Ellie Fanning? Dakota's um, sister. You don't Dakota's know. Dakota's little fine. sister. Yeah. No, no, I know. I like uh, all these fucking Fannings are very talented. This is, this is, it's only two of them, right? Well, yeah, the two, all of them. <laughs> Dakota. It's like, what if they had like a brother a that was just always ignored? Kind of like, like he would try to do shit. So guys, I'm in a band. Shut up. Kind of like Archie, man. Or not Archie. Uh, who's who's Eli and Peyton's older brother? Uh, I want to say Todd Manning, but that's that's something from uh, Days of Our Lives. That's yeah. a that's a completely different thing. That's a yeah. But he's always like fighting. That's a so, soap oh, opera I'm thing. A Manning too. You know what I mean? Um, Damn, what is his name? I, we don't know. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. I hear he's very talented and smart and successful, but uh, is he? <laughs> he doesn't have a Super Bowl. Uh, he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, look, did if you, you throw for? <laughs> Ten thousand yards? No. Okay. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. So, anyways, uh. Uh. Ellie or Al Fanning, however you pronounce her name, uh, is actually uh in this film. Uh, looks okay. Uh, she's got to be like what in her twenties now. Who Dakota? No, or? no. Uh, Al Fanning. That Ellie would mean Fanning. Dakota's like. No, no. Dakota's definitely old. She's old. Really? Well. She's old as us. What do you mean? No. Let's look this up right now. Uh, listen. I got Google yeah, Chrome. Yeah, yeah. Look, look that up right there. <laughs> look up both their ages. I'll, I'll continue to move on. Uh, we have uh, Babylon Berlin Season 3, uh, Formula 1, Drive to Survive Season 2, La uh, Trinchera, uh, Infinita. Um, Dakota Fanning is 25. Okay. Uh, that's what I thought. You oh, wait. Oh, old, old old that's, uh, that's no. Fair enough. Uh, I, that's what I thought her sister and, was, and actually. And her sister, she uh, be in her Fanning. 20s, yeah. Uh, she is twenty one. Yeah, uh, what's up with the, like like? Do we still need to continue with this whole you know you're in your twenties but you're playing a teenager thing? Like is that is that necessary? Uh, Can well we just she, get an actual teenager? She looks very. But they all look young. young. You can make anybody look young enough. You can make Dakota look young. Yeah, you can make. I mean, Dakota still looks young. Yeah, but uh, but anyways, um. We have uh, Queen Sono, which actually is, it looked pretty dope. It's like uh, this. It's it's this. This is this uh, African South film. African, yeah, yeah. spy. Yeah, uh, kind of. How do you know about it? What you What you do? What'd I know about shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold this, on. This, Let me find out. This guy this does, does look good. Um, yeah, it looked pretty dope. I was like, okay, I'm feeling it. Uh, I mean, obviously the the cast. I'm I'm not too familiar with the cast. Yeah, none of us are familiar like, with the cast. The it's work fine. that they've done, yeah. but this looks. And I like I like the um uh the like the setting, like the time, right? This is not like it looks fresh, modern day, right? No, it is. It, it seems is like it was modern day. I, I thought remember. it was like a, a little bit of throwback, like. I didn't, I didn't get that vibe, but I was like not that. paying that much attention when I was okay. watching the trailer. Either way, it looks good. Um, 
South African spy, I can imagine what this is going to be like, right? Because we all know South Africa is a, you know, it's a very interesting place for, yeah, for, Afri- for African-Americans, even though it's in yeah, Africa. The, the stink of apartheid right? is exactly. still in the air. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, okay, I wonder like what type of story this is going to tell. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious. I, I doubt if it's going to be anything terribly deep, but <laughs> but who knows? Uh, they, they might shock us. Um, okay, we have uh, restaurants on the edge, which is basically just like, um, it's like bar. It's like a house. Like yeah, or or like yeah, like any of those fucking like, you know, either Food Network or uh, HGTV shows, which I'm always here for. But uh, there's just too many of them now. If we're for all being honest, um, and then there's Unstoppable. Which is uh, uh, basically just like a kind of like a coming of age story for uh, for for women. It kind of looks like the uh, I think the Spanish version of um, Girls. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look cool. Um, and then uh, for my throwback pick, we have uh, Jerry Maguire. It's coming out on uh, Netflix. Show me the money. Way. Show me the money, indeed. Mm. Cuba when he wasn't. You know, before yeah, yeah. the alcohol, abuse yeah, it took over. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it did. I don't know. Maybe it was already there, and <laughs> and we were just all in denial. I don't know. I remember I saw Cuba Gooding Jr. in uh, Miami one year. Yeah, and he was throwing them back. I'm, well, I'm sure. Like, I, look, I I just assume and everybody on TMZ. I'm well. I'm sure. I, I always assume everybody in Hollywood is a blazing either alcoholic, coke addicted. Adderall addict. I don't know something addicted. There has yeah. to be some sort of addiction because they're all weird as fuck. And it would be t- like no if, offense. Yeah, I mean, like, what if like you just don't have to like work for like six months because like, you just did this movie and like you know. The, yeah. Uh, what else are you doing and, like, with your like, fucking time? Like the movie time? did really well. I mean, and yeah. of course, like you could always be working, right? Always on to the next project, like, yeah. always building your brand, right? But like, what if you're not that type of actor, right? Um, like The Rock, for example, right? Where you're always working. He's a guy who's always Well, and especially working. if you're at like sort of like the beginning of, not beginning of the, your career, but you're in that sweet spot where it's, you're starting to pop a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you're working sporadically, but not working enough where you're always constantly yeah. busy. So it's like, oh man, I got a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. It's like, I just did this movie and you know, I just booked this other movie, but we don't start filming for another three months. I suppose, I suppose that's where you have to kind of like know yourself, right? Like uh, what Drake said it, right? You know, know yourself. Um, Was it like Memphis Drake? Like, you know, know yourself or was it like, you gotta know yourself. Was it like London Drake? Yeah. I try to, I try to give it the, uh, or Jamaican Drake, Jamaican Drake (laughs) kind of sauce on it. Um, but no, you, you do have to, I think, know yourself in, in the sense that like, you got to know that that's that like that kind of life in terms of like just running around doing crazy shit is not for you. So you need other shit to yeah. occupy your time. You need to. So even if you're an actor or an actress, you need to. And I'm just going to say an actor because I think that just fucking like applies to everybody. I feel like it's not we don't need to make it an, like a, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I, I do feel like it's not like a man. It's, it's like, like a, a weird like, actor. Yeah. Right? Like. Why? Why does that? Why is that only referencing a dude? Like I, I, I've never really understood that. But anyways, you know what always felt weird to me? Like, remember doing the whole like, I don't know if it was the Me Too thing. What was like delivery man, delivery woman? Uh, no, I that that stuff like that I can actually get. Oh, fuck, do I have to say the thing with the extra letters? Like, come on, I, just, I, I want to be fast here. <laughs> no, right? no, 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 delivery no, no. man. No, no, that I get because it's it's actually implying a man. Right, like delivery man, but not really. 
It's apply it, whoever the fuck delivers my package. Okay, okay. So what if it was reversed? What if it was always known as delivery woman? Would wouldn't you at some point you'd be like, you're late, <laughs> right? It doesn't matter. <laughs> you're no, late. I, you as the or person, my shit arrived on you time. as the person who that's your actual job. I think it, it's not something. If that's I like, were a not, delivery person, but I'm a man, and the thing is delivery woman is what you're saying. Right? Exactly. How would I feel about that? Yeah. My direct deposit hit. <laughs> no, no, and, you and, and, you're, me. and you're right. Straight. For the most part, you'd be content, but wouldn't it just be like, just like a little, like, the fuck, like, like, come on, you know, like, uh, is there, on. is there, like, because it, it, it feels like this weirdly subtle, um, non-acknowledgement. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like I'm doing a work. I'm a woman. Like, yeah, you know what? All right, I, I may have to walk that back because, um, you know, waitress, right? If I were a man and someone was like, oh, you're like, you know, are you our waitress for the evening? Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last day that Ray never worked at the, <laughs> at the double T diet. I'm the server. Uh, talking to me like that. And yeah. My, my manager called me in the back, like, table nine, kind of. <laughs> Roughing their feathers a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, like, I guess that's what I mean. Like, it's just like when there's like a, an actual thing like that's attached to it, like a uh, delivery man or mailman or whatever. Yeah. Like that, I can understand because it's like, all right, well, now you're going out of your way to just put that little, just a little poke, just a little poke, just a little bit is of a, it poke, a poke. You know, or is it just speed? One is no, faster it, than no, the other. because dude, uh, what about moving fast. Okay, think of it this way. Think of it this way. If people were so lazy. That they're like that guy right there. Hey, boy, boy. <laughs> uh, I got a story to tell you too, but I got I have oh, okay. to tell this yeah, story yeah. offline. Yeah, too. yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. We we actually got to hurry up anyway, yeah. so we got to move fast. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's jump into some trailers. Uh, let's talk about what's coming out uh, or what came out this past week with, in trailers. Uh, so this first trailer is uh, for Bad Education. Uh, let me give you the quick synopsis. Uh, the unfolding of the single largest public uh, school embezzlement uh, scandal in history. This is uh, directed by Corey Finley uh, and is written by Mike uh, Mikowski. Uh, stars Hugh Jackman, Allison Janney, uh, Ray Morano, uh, Catherine uh, Narducci. And is due out uh, April twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Um, just some interesting notes about the uh the, the film, or the yeah the film. Um, this is actually being uh released directly to HBO, so it's not coming out in theaters. It's just being it's just an HBO movie, which I'm not sure if I see too many of those. No, like where it's just an HBO movie, meaning that there's no theater theatrical release. It's just an actual HBO movie. That means their subscription is about to go way up. Yeah, like I'm about to use one of my, you know, kind of like you, one of my other four uh, email addresses <laughs> to sign up for that free trial. Yeah. Free trial. Yeah, Thirty days. Why do you think oh, I have some yeah. emails? <laughs> watch, watch the yeah, fuck out of this yeah, movie. Yeah. Cancel that shit. Yeah. Um. So sorry, HBO. So so yeah. Um. I think looking at this trailer, man, uh, it looks fucking good. It looks good because it looks like it's like a weird mix of like comedy, of drama, of just everything, you know. Um, and 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 the cast in it is phenomenal. Um, uh, uh, Allison Janney, man, there's just nothing she can't 
do. Like she she does all things. She's great at everything. She um, she never ties herself to one role. Like yeah. we've seen her in so many things. We've seen her deliver so many great performances. Yeah. And this is the this is the what like a great actor or actress is able to do, right? Actor. Right? Uh, listen, I don't I got court coming up soon. I don't wanna <laughs> I've got pending cases. I don't wanna further I don't want more cases, Fair right? Enough. When they look at the docket, Mr. Finley you're here. We got you on this, this, and this. Oh well. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, so your fate is sealed. Here, here's what she's able to do. She's able yeah. to play a role phenomenally well, right? Show yeah. up here. When that thing is done, she leaves, and like you don't tie her to that thing. No. And yeah. then she shows up at this other thing, and like although she, she always here, she always great. kind of plays kind of like the crew talking, kind of like no bullshit kind of like person. At least in most of the roles that I've sort of seen her in, whether it's like um, the principal at the high school, yeah, or, or like the the VP of the company who, in this thing that's happening, yeah. or you know, the, uh, uh, a, um, a politician or something like that. Like yeah. she's very, she's always like direct and stern and like not really likable, but yeah. purposeful in all of her roles. Yeah, like uh, you know, uh, in her show, Mom with um, who's the um, God, God now I'm gonna forget her name. She's the person who was uh, she was in Scary Movie or yeah, she was in Scary Movie. Ah, uh, come on. She's blonde. Yeah, she was married to Chris Pratt. Uh, I know exactly who you're Fuck. talking about. Damn, I forget her name. Um, but uh, but anyways, uh, just like she was in that show. Um, but anyways, uh, so uh, Hugh Jackman as well. Like he looks like he's gonna be phenomenal in this. Just from the uh, Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Yes, uh, that's who I was thinking about. Uh, who started in Mom with um, uh, with uh, Allison Janney. Um. Uh, and Ray Romano too. I, th- I think one thing that goes understated about Ray Romano uh, of recent he's a fucking chameleon. He's a chameleon, but also, uh, but to speak to that, um, he was phenomenal in uh, in The Irishman. Oh yeah, phenomenal. He only had a very short kind of brief role, but it was great. Like I, I was like, holy shit, Ray! Like this isn't the bumbling Ray Romano we know from um, or uh, everybody from loves, everybody loves, loves Raymond. Raymond. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, so yeah, so I, I think this 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 um, this movie has a has a great cast. And and one other note about this film, uh, this is actually based on the real uh, real life events of Corey Finley's high school. So he actually lived through this. Really? Yeah, this is actually plucked literally directly from his high school that he went to. Um, so think about that. Think about that come up that you got on all those people that slid you in high school, mm. how you can just make them look so stupid. That, that, <laughs> oh, that 10, 20 year man. reunion. Ooh, that's going to be contentious. Listen. <laughs> hey, it's just how I remember it. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> what you want me to say? <laughs> I might need, I might need to bag a couple of you. Listen, uh, there's a part two coming out. If you don't want to be in it, hey, come yourself, to my hotel you know? room. It's going to be me and Harvey Weinstein. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god dark right. jokes very dark um very yeah dark. uh yeah so that's it was a very interesting part of that that uh that this is uh based on on the the director's actual life because yeah. it's I, I wouldn't be able to write that correctly mm. or, or 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 picture and maybe that's you know Fuck. honestly interesting that's interesting enough because he actually i think i'm gonna write a movie you should you should on, um on you, should you should definitely do that together but it's interesting that he's the director, but not the writer for it. And I think that that's purposeful, right? Because 
there's no way you can write that story correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd be so biased with the shit that you'd say in there. You'd be like, this person was an asshole. I remember the principal did this. And it's like, nah, that's not actually what happened. That's just, you know, your shitty pers- uh, perspective of it. Um, so I think you get somebody else to write it so they can filter all your stupid thoughts and, and you know, have them in a coherent way that isn't just slanted towards making you look dope as shit and everybody else look whack. Yeah. This uh, so I, I watched the trailer for this. It looked really good. Looked really interesting. I mean, Hugh Jackman, um, also another guy who manages to like. It's hard to tie him to one movie. Like, all right, he's Wolverine, right? Yeah. But we've seen him in so many other phenomenal films. Play so many, so many great roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cast in this movie is phenomenal. The story is original. Um, and the element of the fact that this is based on like the director's true life it just adds a adds a adds a bit of intrigue to it. Yeah, it, so it, it I like this movie. If you haven't seen the trailer for this movie, I highly recommend you watch it. It looks it looks great. Yeah, absolutely. And after you watch it, let us know what you think. Uh, so in the comment section below, let us let us know what the fuck you think of uh, bad bad. Uh, Bad, I was about bad to say. education. Yeah, I was about to. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck yeah. that up tremendously. Public school. Bad education. <laughs> yeah, uh, can't even say education. Literally bad education. <laughs> education. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving forward here. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the trailer for Run. Um, so this is a uh, about a homeschooled teenager who uses a wheelchair, uh, begins to suspect her overprotective mother. Uh, uh, is keeping a dark secret, uh, sinister, or I'm sorry, keeping a dark, sinister secret from her. Uh, this is directed by uh, Anish uh, Changanti. Uh, is also written by Changanti, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm butchering your last name. I know I'm definitely am. Uh, and also uh, is written by Sev uh, Ohanan. This uh, this film stars uh, Sarah Paulson as well as Kira Allen, and is due out May eighth, twenty twenty. Um, this uh this looked really interesting i you know i'm always a fan of sarah paulson and i know i'm just going on a i'm a fan of this person's work fan of tour, but um but uh but yeah i've never really i i don't know um yeah sarah paulson i've always kind of enjoyed her her work uh and this looks like it's shaping up not to be anything different uh it looks weird mysterious um not too sure what to think of it um what did you think no, so uh, this movie, it looks good in that, like, it just makes you uncomfortable, mm. right? And it makes you question, right? If yeah. you can watch a movie and it makes you feel like, like, damn, this could this could be real. Or better yet, this is real. Like, yeah. Imagine how many, and, and you start to examine your own personal life and your own relationships. Like, imagine how many people you think you know, mm-hmm. but you don't really. Yeah. Right? Like. Oh hey no, these people are my friends, right? When I'm with them, like, we have a great time. Like when this person is at Maybe home by themselves, dark shit. What are they doing? Yeah. What does their Google search history <laughs> really look like, right? Yeah. Um, and then to imagine that from your parents, mm-hmm. that's like, like who are my parents? Really? They love me. They provide for me. They protect me. Uh, they might be overprotective, but like, who are these people really? Yeah. Yeah. Keep that's going. that's an interesting question. If you right can there. keep going, I'm gonna. Yeah. Um, and this this movie also reminds me of um, there was a movie that came out not too long ago. Uh, I think it was called like The Visit, and it was a movie about like this like these two kids and they visited their grandparents, um, 
And while they were visiting their grandparents, like at night, like weird things would happen. Like they would see, they would hear their grandparents roaming around the house. Um, they would hear their grandparents like making weird noises or scratching at the door. You remember that movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never actually, I never watched it, but I always, um, but I, I scary uh, as fuck. And then ultimately, the kids found out like, yo, these don't tell me. I still want to watch it even after like four years. Oh come on! I still want to watch it. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, this, watch this, it. It was, and you know, you know, I don't like scary movies. Yeah, this shit it was good. I was like. You know, I was, you know, when I sit up, sweating? I was, I was sitting at a ninety degree angle. <laughs> my nigga, my back was straight, perfect posture. Yeah, That's know, how like scared. You know, something, but, something serious when you're in the theaters, and you're like, no, no and like you're hunched, like even if either you're sitting straight up or you're like you're leaning forward, like, like what? What's about to happen? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the person you're with tells you like. Hey, can you? You're okay. Uh, yeah, 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 sit back, <laughs> relax. And you're like, no, yeah. ninety degrees, baby. Um, but this actual uh particular film, um, it looks interesting because uh, you're not sure exactly what angle they're gonna come from it. From is, is the girl hallucinating? Um, you know, uh, is, is she? Uh, is her mother sort of, you know, is her mother keeping something from her? Like you're, you're they really do a good job with the trailer specifically of like not making you lean one way or another you're just like i don't know what's going to go on here you know? yeah and this is uh it's supposed to come out on uh mother's day mm-hmm. uh which is uh or at least in or around mother's day which is very interesting considering the subject matter yeah the best part about this trailer i love the way they did this was like as you're watching the trailer mm-hmm. you start to see and feel like the weird dynamic between the mother and the daughter right and mm-hmm. you start to like start to feel for the daughter like oh shit her mom's crazy yeah but it's not until like almost like more than halfway through the trailer that you realize that this girl, she's like in a wheelchair, which adds a different dynamic. Like, oh, so yeah, she's she a, can't get away. She, if she wanted to get yeah. away as easily. Right. Yeah. So she might be a little bit more dependent. And it's like, oh, now you does really she, understand, does she, does, you know, the situation. did she put herself in the wheel or, or uh, did she, her she naturally she, in the wheelchair? Yeah. Or and you did, look at like the medication she's taking. Like, yeah. is that what's keeping her in the wheelchair? Yeah, yeah. Very like, fucking interesting. Oh, shit. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, let's uh, let's move forward here. Uh, this uh, this next trailer, um, I honestly and and I and I feel ashamed, but I didn't know that this movie was like a thing before uh, before you know seeing. And I think this is actually the second trailer that we're actually going to talk yeah. about. Um, we talked about this on a previous show. I don't think we did because I, I do not. So remember I talked it about like remotely. the upcoming films in twenty twenty. Um, so there was like the twelve o'clock boys movie that's coming out. That's a documentary um, that's already. That's, out. that's a documentary. Oh yeah. Um, but then there was also this, which has okay. Meek, Meek Mill in it. Okay, yeah, yeah. maybe I remember you talking about that. But this is uh, Charm City Kings. Uh, this is about Mouse uh, desperately uh, wanting to join the Midnight Click, uh, the infamous Baltimore dirt bike riders who uh, rule the summertime streets. When Midnight's leader, uh, Blacks, uh, takes 14-year-old Mouse under his wing, Mouse uh, soon finds himself torn between the straight and narrow and uh, the straightened arrow. Wait. I don't think that's how you spell that, but anyways, uh, between the straightened arrow uh, and a road uh, filled with fast money and violence. This is directed by uh, Angel Manuel uh, Soto uh, and is written by Sherman Payne, who wrote the screenplay. Barry Jenkins, who has a story by credit, uh, Kirk Sullivan, Christopher uh, M. Boyd, who both have um, story by credits. This uh, this film stars uh, Jahi uh, Diallo Winston. Um, which actually I was trying to figure out where I knew him from and uh, it was from Queen and Slim. I know I don't think you've seen Queen and Slim 
yet. Um, I've not seen it, but there's a showing for Queen and Slim at, I believe, the Rotunda. It. I am dying to or, know what you think of the movie. Um, it's, it's a theater here in Baltimore that they're doing a showing this uh, this February. I think we should check that out. No, uh, I, I already watched Queen and Slim. Details I have, coming. I have specific thoughts when it comes to Queen and Slim. <laughs> I need yours. Anyways, uh, this also stars uh, uh, Tiana Paris. Uh, Milan Ray and of course the aforementioned Meek Mill uh, this is due out for release um, on April 10th uh, of this year um, interesting note this is actually uh, so sorry for the uh, the barking in the background the dog is insane sorry um, the uh, this is executive produced by Jada and, and Will Smith um, yeah and I saw that I was like okay yeah so but what's kind of a bit of a mystery is I don't know there they, uh, there's a uh, production company overbook productions uh, which or overbook overbrook entertainment which uh, I think uh, will win with with a with a partner but I don't know if Jade is a part of that so I don't know if I don't, I don't know exactly sort of how all that sort of breaks down but anyways uh I found Listen, somehow. As, you know, as long as you get the check, <laughs> as long as the fam gets it somehow, right? as long um, as the family eats. Yeah, uh, and again, this is based on the documentary, um, uh, Twelve O'clock Boys, uh, that was actually uh, made by a lofty uh, Nathan. Um, yeah, uh, this um, this looks okay. I'm not gonna lie. Looks okay. The story looks good, right? It looks eh, like so. It looks okay. like if you don't tie it to a certain city. Obviously, we're here in Baltimore, right? So this no, movie I, I, I kind of immediately, right? yeah. Already, but whether sort of whether this movie is in New York or Philly or in L.A. or whatever, I feel like it just has like a genuine story, right? You're following like this journey of this kid who is growing up in a neighborhood with like there's so many different bad influences right yeah and then what does he choose like what choices does he make um ultimately right yeah um but again for us this movie is relevant because it's it's here so as we're watching the trailer i even saw a few places like i think i know where that is like, yeah, yeah. That, that hip-hop chicken yeah. that was in the background i definitely like, recognize those uh is that the one on green mountain Avenue? cop like, cars okay. yeah, yeah. oh yeah i rec- <laughs> definitely recognize the, baltimore the, pd the, the yeah, dirty yeah, ones yeah, too. Yeah. um so no, this movie looks good it looks like there's a there's a real story here to be told and yeah. um uh it looks like it's gonna be a fun journey watching this kid's experience knowing that it's like this is based off of real shit yeah um i, I think it I don't know. For me, this this kind of story is kind of tried and true, right? Like, you know, boy has to decide between, oh, man, do I, you know, do this dirt shit or do I, you know, keep myself on the straightened path? You know, it's yeah. just like, I don't know. It's just a little over overdone for me. Yeah. Like, but, I, I've, I've been there, done that kind of situation. It, so here's the thing about that story, right? It is as relevant today as it was you know a hundred years ago because it's no, no, it's, these, it's yeah it's, these are it's decisions. always relevant these but are it's daily decisions it's, right? it's relevant for people who and this is going to sound extremely arrogant but like people who aren't me or maybe even you to you know to, for, for that and i'm not trying to speak for you i guess that's why i'm hesitating mm-hmm. but like it's not it's like we've seen a million and one of these of these kind of movies where it's just like, Oh man, does he, does he choose between like the life of recklessness or does he choose between, you know, that and uh, something, you know, more chill, you know, whatever. And somehow it's always like a mixture of the two, right? Like it's like, you know, it's kind of like he does the right shit, but he kind of has like a little bit yeah. of flair of like the, 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 the grimy shit. Um, 
it, it is it is a little different that this is peppered with uh, the fact that it's uh, based in Baltimore. That is actually yeah. a good look. Uh, it, it's a good thing to see, you know. And, and honestly, when I first came across, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like that was the reason why I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I, I fuck with this, you know. Yeah. But, but as far as the actual story itself, I'm not sure if I I'm, mean the story yeah. is not like original in terms of like what the character is going to have to go through the decisions that they're going to have to make which is like all right do we i choose good versus bad and then here's the point in time where i choose both and then i have to really decide which one i'm going to actually go forward with right yeah so that's not original i think why why these stories are constantly told and going to always be told is because it's like so relevant to people's everyday lives like because this is a story about an everyday person who has to make everyday decisions and it's interesting to see what regular people do when you know given option a and option b yeah well and and i so what i think i'm yeah i, I think i'm definitely going to check this movie out and i think the reason why is because i think oh this whole the whole city gonna be yeah, lit up when this movie come out you already know that <laughs> yeah um i'm gonna definitely gonna check it out but i i think i think what i'm hoping is is that they try to hit us with something a little like different you know what i mean like oh, yeah. the trailer might set you up for like okay this is the usual story but i think i i, I have this like sneaking suspicion that might be a little something like mixed in there that that you were oh shit i wasn't expecting this because i think baltimore is an interesting city right now in the u.s that's gone through uh it's been in the it's been in, in national news multiple times right mm-hmm. um for unfortunately things that are not great yeah despite the fact that i, I do think this is a great city in america right yeah so i I hope this movie takes the opportunity to not just show like the, you know, areas in Baltimore that are like poverty stricken, right. Or impoverished, but also show the city in like a different light. Like this is genuinely a beautiful city with great people in it. That is building and it's building slowly, but it's going to be something great. I hope the movie takes the opportunity to show that. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, you know, let us know what you, uh, you know, after you guys watch the, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who've already watched the fucking trailer for the for the film um but uh let us know what you guys think of the uh the, the trailer for uh charm city uh kings um let us uh hit you know do a little typing down in the uh the comment section below let us know you know hit us up um okay let's move on all right uh let's talk about this uh, next film uh we have uh big time adolescence which is uh which is about uh, a suburban teenager who comes of age under the destructive guidance of his best friend and aimless college dropout. This film is directed by Jason Orley as well as written by Orley as well uh, and stars Griffin Gluck, uh, Sidney Sweeney, John Cryer, uh, Pete Davidson and MGK himself, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, this is due out actually in limited release on March 13th in theaters and then due out on Hulu on March 20th. Um, yeah. Uh, this looked uh, it looked okay. It looked like your average coming of age story. Listen, I love MGK. Am I gonna yeah. see this in theaters? No. Yeah. Well, um, luckily you won't have to. <laughs> you can see it on Hulu because <laughs> it comes out on. Am March, I gonna sign March up for 20th. Hulu to watch this? No. Uh, uh, well, you got my login. That's fine. You don't. Am I gonna it, log in <laughs> with your login? <laughs> can't no. Type, can't type anything. <laughs> no. Uh, I've other things to do with my thumbs. Yeah. Um, but no, this this honestly, this movie does look good. Yeah. Um, Pete Davidson, I think he's, you know, a talented guy. He's like oddly, he's not like funny, but in my just opinion, funny enough. But he's like he's interesting in that like he he's like he's not a a, a comedian or actor playing a funny character. Mm-hmm. I think he's playing 
him he's being himself and he just happens to be this like funny and entertaining guy right look i here, here's the thing I, I think i say the same thing about him that I, I i've said about dave Chappelle. i think i'll enjoy his comedy more way more than i'll enjoy his acting or i'm sorry i, I think i'll reverse the direct reverse of that uh i think i'll like actually it's the opposite of what I thought of. Yeah, I don't think you know <laughs> what you're talking about. No, no. So what I was trying to say <laughs> you is lost yourself. Fair enough. I I actually enjoyed Dave Chappelle's like comedy and sketch comedy, all that way more than I ever enjoyed his actual acting with Pete Davidson. I think it's the reverse where I enjoy his. Uh, it looks like I'm going to enjoy his acting way more than I do his comedy because I don't really feel his comedy. I, I, I don't I've, I've seen a couple specials. Yeah, him. it's OK. Like I'm not and I'm not trying to throw any dirt on him, but also. I didn't. I, I didn't identify. Yeah, I mean, Dave Chappelle is definitely sketch comedy, stand up comedy. I, I'm and not he, really looking for Dave yeah. to be acting. In and anything, he's you know? he's made that joke about himself. He's mm. like, <laughs> what what was the joke he made? I think before his last stand up special, where I think he was talking to Kevin Hart about like, yeah, you know, I'm always looking for like the next big thing. He was like, for me, there's never a next big thing. <laughs> like, there's never another big movie. Well, and also, up. even for Kevin Hart, again, I enjoy his stand up way more than I do. Anything that he's acted in, except for maybe Forty Year Old Virgin, and it was just like one line in Forty Year Old Virgin. But I, I can't say that I really enjoyed any Kevin Hart movies. My favorite Kevin Hart's movie is Pets and Pets Two. That, okay, those are both animated, animated films. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm talking about an actual like film where he's in and he's the main attraction and he's not just a voice voicing a fucking cat. Yeah, it might be a Forty Year Old Virgin. Remember, he that was, was like, it. I'm a- yeah. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. He said, "You don't need to be talking." To me like that. You know? like, um, uh, he said, "Why don't you just go and take the bass out your mm-hmm. voice?" <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, but that was like the first thing I ever I can't saw wait him. To in. Tell you the story. Fair enough. After we finish, hey, recording. let's get into it afterwards. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, with this, this film, look, I again, I think this this is probably going to be like kind of your average, just coming of age story, with you know, kind of the kind of dickish. Um, guiding figure who yeah. in the end tells you don't be like me son be better young boy befriends yeah. troubled older friend teenager yeah. and they have their fun and then young boy realizes this is falls shit. in love yeah. with the girl and then finds his own way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but we, again, I, I think it looks decent it looks cool it looks cool um okay uh let's move on here uh this is this film uh oh and uh let us know about um let us know what you think about the film uh, in the comments section below. Uh, and then we'll move on to the, the postcard killings, which uh, is about a, a New York detective uh, excuse me, uh, who investigates the death of his daughter who was murdered while uh, on her honeymoon in London. He recruits the help of a Scandinavian journalist when other couples throughout Europe suffer a similar, similar fate. Uh, this is directed by uh, Danis, uh, uh, to Ovin, oh, ooh, gee, yeah, I don't even know how to pronounce it. You got it's it, Tanovic, I believe that's how you pronounce that. That's it. That's his new name. There you go. <laughs> that's his new name. Um, and this is uh, written by uh, James Patterson, who uh, I think written uh, wrote the novel for this, uh, as well as uh, Liz uh, Markland, who actually wrote uh, co-wrote the novel as well as the screenplay. Uh, screenplay, and Andrew Stern, who who just uh, has a screenplay credit, not just, but he has a screenplay pr- uh, credit. Um, and this uh, film stars uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Big fan of his, by the way. Uh, yeah, fucking love Jeffrey uh, Dean Morgan. Uh, uh, Jansen. I'm a pretty decent fan of hers, too. Uh, and Naomi, uh, Naomi uh, Batrick. 
This film is due out March 13th of this year. Um, this didn't. Uh, this looked. This looked. All right. This looks I guess. like. <laughs> like B movie. This looks like a. Taken was great. Right? <laughs> oh, they kidnapped like, his daughter. He told yeah. them about his particular set of this skills. Like taste uh, Taken's he like found her, like less known, younger yeah. step brother. Like, what if like, your kid got <laughs> killed this time, not Taken? But you didn't have those particular set of skills, but you still went to Paris and. You know, and also, look for her. we have half the budget. The cameras aren't going to be as good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't work for the CIA. You don't have the equipment, the tools, but you have forty thousand Delta airline miles <laughs> that you're going to use to get there Hooray. to look for your daughter. Let's start shooting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but shit. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I mean, ah, this I fucking man, love Jeffrey. So Dean. one of my, uh, so he's been in two of my. Um, favorite shows Magic City is a show that I think it was on Showtime a lot of people may yeah. not know yeah I know oh. about Magic City it's, it was, it's kind of like the uh, was it is it kind of like kind of a little bit like Peaky Blinders a little bit or like um, what's what's the show I'm looking for there's another I show I would say like it's like an old timey show Mad Men but Mad in Men. Miami oh okay you yeah. Know? oh yeah. yeah oh that's exactly the show I was looking for yeah. as, as, as a Mad Men um, it came out like directly after Mad Men ended and I was like yeah I don't have time for this oh fuck I, I love it but I this is this is when when did that show come out? Like two thousand and fucking this show? She doesn't like thirteen, right? Thirteen, two thousand twelve. Yeah, yeah so I'm right. like one or two years. I'm still broke. I think I <laughs> was living with a group of people that we had Showtime and HBO, and then we yeah. were like, uh, we can't afford this shit. <laughs> so we canceled it. So I only yeah. got to watch the first two, se- uh, one or two se- hey, uh, one se- on. first season of it. I didn't yeah. finish season two. This is a different day. You can go back and watch. The, I can, uh, the rest of it. but yeah. it's like fuck. Netflix just keeps dropping so much new <laughs> shit. It's hard yeah. to go back and watch old shit, especially when the old shit only went two seasons. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, from yeah. Magic City. Uh, he was in The Watchmen. Um, yeah. He played what was the character he played? What, one of the, my favorite characters in The Watchmen. He was the um, the comedian. Um, the comedian. Yeah. A comedian died today. Yeah. <laughs> in New York City. Yeah. One of the best yeah, yeah. opening. Hey, look. Scenes to a movie. Zack Snyder is underrated. Zack Snyder never has to make a good movie ever again. As far as I'm concerned, he's got the Watchmen. He and he certainly didn't uh, with the uh, Batman vs Superman. Uh, the I think we'd the, all like to forget that he would yeah. do. Um, so yeah, Jeffrey D. Morgan, this guy has been on a roll. I mean, and and let's be real, uh, uh, little pig, little pig, <laughs> let me in. You see, I don't even know what you're talking about, but I kind of know what you're talking about. He, I guess you're talking about uh, completely changed that the, uh, story forever for the, adults. Uh, uh, this is Walking walk, Dead. Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You see, what I know him from is actually uh, as uh, John Winchester in uh, Supernatural. Uh, that's really what I kind of know him from. Um, and yeah, I thought he did it, even though he was only kind of in it relatively briefly, he played such a huge role in in the show. Yeah. Um, and so whenever I see him now, I'm like, oh shit, there's, there's my man, John Winchester. Yeah. You know? and, and so, he yeah. played, so Jeffrey Dean Morgan in um, Walking Dead plays his character to the uh, liken of um, Cersei. Right. Mm, yeah, to, yeah. Uh, and I forget the actress's name who played Cersei. God, I, I always forget her name. I always um, forget her name. Tam. Yeah. Uh, but so, you know, this is not a good look. There's yeah. two women now that yeah. we can't remember their uh, name. Shit. <laughs> Fucking. 
You're gonna get me too. Um, <laughs> so you know, again, like Cersei was one of those characters in Game of Thrones that you fucking hated her, mm. but like you were so intrigued by, by her, her because yeah. um, the actress who played Cersei was just phenomenal. Lena Headley. Yes, yes, Lena yeah. Headley. Um, ah. Yeah, good, good pull. Good yeah. Pull. Uh, those memory banks. Yeah, yeah the, the, they the, work the, after a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not good for my phone number. But <laughs> so Jeffrey Dean Morgan does exactly that with his character in uh, Walking Dead for Negan. Um, I am Negan. It, so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it, there's something about like uh, an actor or actress. Damn it, I, I did it myself. An actor who yeah, come on, commit. Yeah, I know, right. Um, who is able to kind of flow in and out of roles that are like these very sort of memorable roles, you know? Uh, and I think Jeffrey Dean is, is one of those, uh, one of those people. And it doesn't hurt either that he is the uh, stunt double for Javier Bardem. <laughs> they is look, ex- no, he's oh, not. <laughs> yeah. they look exactly alike. I always want to say like, Oh, Jeffrey Dean, I loved him in eat, pray, love, but <laughs> no, nope. I was Javier Man, Bardem. I loved him in, uh, uh, Mission Inspector or no or no no Inspector. Uh, well, it actually was a uh, Skyfall. Skyfall. Um, Skyfall. But um, no, what's the uh, uh, no no country for old men? You know, yeah. it's like wait, no, that wasn't him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I remember really early on, I really did get them uh, confused. I was like, wait, why does this dude look slightly more Ex- American? Not slightly, exactly <laughs> like this other guy. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I think we can both concur that this film, it looks um, looks. Okay, I guess. Yeah, once this movie is like <laughs> on FX, right? Or USA, we've got the hits, right? Yeah. I, and uh, I, I, look, I don't mean to shit on the movie. Like, I'm not no. trying to shit on the movie. Like, I, I, I shit look, looks I, good. Mad respect. You, you got a fucking film made, man. And, it, and like, I, I can't, um, I can't shit on a movie, but uh, I can, as obvious, with <laughs> some of the movies I have shit on with in this, even in this very doing. podcast. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It's no knock on the tea. film. Yeah, it's yeah. just like. Yo, unfortunately, we have too many options. Yeah, and yeah. it's like even a really good-looking movie, if it's not fucking incredible, like you know, if this movie doesn't get Ooh. me hard, <laughs> if I don't get an erection when I watch uh, the trailer, I think so. You might be watching a weird, uh, different it might kind be of on Pornhub. Yeah, but maybe. you know, <laughs> after right. Pornhub, if I don't want to go watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, then I'll catch here? it on FX. There you go. All right, let's uh, let's move forward here. And also, too, um, if you uh, you know if you watch a trailer, let us know what you think in the comments below. Do you do you do you think it's it's going to be one of those B movies, or do you think it's going to be something a little more than that? Let us know in the comment section below. All right, moving on to um, to our next trailer. Uh, we have a lot of trailers today. Uh, we have the Green Knight. I definitely want to talk about this. This is actually a couple of weeks old, uh, you know, uh, as of the recording of this podcast. But I want to talk about it nonetheless. Uh, this is about an, an epic uh, fantasy adventure based on the timeless Arthurian legend, the Green Knight. Uh, it tells the story of Sir uh, Gawain, uh, King Arthur's reckless and headstrong nephew. He who embarks on a uh, daring quest to confront the uh, eponymous uh, Green Knight, a gigantic emerald skinned stranger and tester of men. Gowan contends with ghosts, giants, thieves, and schemers uh, in what 
becomes a deeper journey to define his character and prove his worth in the eyes of his family and kingdom by facing the ultimate challenger. This uh, this film is directed by David Lowry and uh, also written by Lowry as well uh, and stars Dev Patel, Alicia uh, Vicklander, uh, or Vikander, uh, Joe Ed, uh, Edgerton, uh, and uh, Sarita uh, Chaudhry. Uh, and it's due out May 9th, uh, I'm sorry, May 29th of this year. And again, this is one of those uh, A24 films. So I had to talk about it because I fuck, everybody knows my obsession with uh, anybody who knows this podcast knows my obsession with uh, A24. Um, and also too, this, um, this is being directed by David Lowry, who directed uh, a, a film a couple a few years back uh, called A Ghost Story that uh, starred Casey Affleck and uh, uh, Runa uh, Mara. Am I getting her name right? Uh, Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. Yeah. Um, girl with the dragon tattoo. Girl with the dragon tattoo. Um, and uh, and I I absolutely love that film. It was, uh, you know, it was one of those films that like is a which cli- one? Uh, uh, a ghost story. Okay. Uh, and yeah. the year that it came out is I think it was back in 2017. I want to say it was either 2017 or 2016 that it, the film came out. Um, I believe. And it was one of those kind of like quieter films. Obviously, it's a 24 film, so it's not like a big blockbuster. But at the same time, it was like oh shit, like this looks kind of dope and i remember seeing the um trailer for it and i was just like i gotta see this and i saw it and i was not disappointed it was it was quiet but at the same time it was haunting and it was it was just a weird fucking movie again another perfect kind of example of an a24 film where it's just like you don't really know where to fucking place this but you know it's it's hot somehow yeah it's not in your usual boat of shit that you'd fuck with but it's like i fuck with this stuff yeah (laughs) you know it's like um yeah, there's certain movies. It's like music, right? Like you know that playlist that you got mm-hmm. that no nobody who yeah, even who your, knows you, even your friends, that that like if, if you put on that playlist, they're <laughs> yeah, like, what? "What the fuck the is this?" I'm like, "Yo, this is this is that hot other shit I'd be fucking with." Yeah, on a side low key that y'all don't know about. It's one of the, yeah. the movies that fits in that category. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, um, but like yeah. the Green Knight. First of all, this movie poster is fire. Oh, amazing. Yo, whatever graphic designer put this shit together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you did your job. You yeah, deserve yeah, yeah. a whole bag. Yeah. Because this, just the visual aesthetic of this is intriguing enough for someone who hasn't seen. You just want to know. For, for some, what somebody is who that? knows nothing about the film, yeah. they're like, what the is, fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> let me let me Google this. Let but, me but YouTube the same can it. go for the trailer too uh, of the film. Trailer phenomenal you just, as well. You, yeah. you, you you look at the trailer and you're like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. That crown as it comes down and like falls onto his head. I mean, phenomenal. and it's fucking and then it sets the flames and yeah. you're like, wait, like, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> Hold this, on, let's talk about this, this real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Def Patel too. He's working, man. That's that's my dude. Ever since, look, I, I've kind of always been a fan of his a little bit, but ever since um, uh, Lion, mm. I'm good. So for anything me, he does, yeah. I'm with. For I'm me, with you. Started with Slumdog Millionaire. I was like, mm. yo, I, one of my favorite movies. Like you ask ask Fabe, he'll tell you. Blade and Slumdog Millionaire. If it's on, I don't care what time it is. I'll watch the whole thing from beginning to end, even yeah. if I've seen it a million times. Yeah. Um, but Lion was really like it just hit me oh different. Man. I cried it hit my me eyes different. out. Hey, bro, that it, movie fucked me. There's up. only been like a couple movies that I've really like. Like there's there's scenes in every movie that like oh fuck that's a tearjerker. That's yeah. a tearjerker scene. No, this this whole entire movie, fucking movie, I was like a, oh yeah. my god. 
Oh gosh! I hope nobody sees me. Right now. Yeah. And then there was Life of Pi, right? Yeah. Uh, phenomenal performance in that film. Hey, was he the person in Life of Pi? No, he wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was riding with you. I was like, wait, on, let me think about this. Definitely, I mean, he's he's yeah. so talented. Um, and this this film looks like for him just another uh, challenge to his artistic ability and his craft, right? Um, so. A twenty four production, you know, you, you you gotta give them the, you gotta give them a shot. Yeah, you, know you I mean? gotta give them the the. All right, I trust you. I, yeah. I don't know what this is, but here's it my money. Crazy. I trust that you're not gonna fuck me over because you've just done great shit. It, I mean, a, you know what A twenty four is? Uh, I know that Ad, this was Adam Sandler's line, but I feel like this should just be their company fucking motto, like. Mm. This is how I win. Right? <laughs> like, that should just be their their company model because they're yeah. fucking winning right now. Yeah, uh, I I just hope that they're like getting the box office uh, office return, which is why whenever yeah. one of their films comes out, I always kind of try to like see it in theaters because mm-hmm. I'm like I gotta give them a look. You know, what I mean, I gotta I gotta you know because I want to see them do more. Like I don't I don't I don't want to see them get either bought up or go out of business or whatever the case yeah. is. Like they do great work and they know how to choose projects that are like this is unique, this is different, this is great. Um, and you got everything here. You've got the direct that's big I'm, too. Like I mean, no, I was saying like yeah. to to say I right, I'm not gonna stream this. I'm not gonna try and pirate. Oh, I gotta go it. see I gotta go that. See the There's big. only a few things that yeah. I, I only buy a few albums. Like oh, there's yeah. only a few artists that like come out and I'm like I gotta if, I gotta buy if this. If Nas okay. drops the album, yeah. I don't want to. Don't give me a few songs. I'll take the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I may not love every song, but I'll but take I'll, the whole I, thing. I, I need yeah. to give him a look. If yeah. Jay drops the album, give me no, if I, I got to give it a look. I J. Give Cole, it a look. Kendrick. <laughs> uh, for me, like if Scarface drops a project, whatever, Nip dropped a project, yeah. uh, Push the T. I'm like, give me the whole thing. Yeah, and I, this is one of those things. You got to give certain things a look. And um, look, they, they, they lined up the... Uh, or, or, or quadruple here. I don't. Even, I was about to say a trifecta, but uh, they quadruple. They got uh, a twenty four. They got David Lowry, which again I, I saw uh, Ghost Story. I loved it. Um, they have Dev Patel, and then they have uh, Alicia Vikander, who she doesn't miss either. Like I, I, I never saw Tomb, Tomb Raider. Raider was a miss. I never saw Tomb Raider. I never it was saw. A miss. It. So it was I, a I can't. Miss. I can't tell you exactly what happened there. It was a miss. But I know when she's hooked up with a twenty four, like she was in um, uh, uh, Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. We're good. Yeah, she, I mean, she was even great in the what is it, the uh, Jason Bourne? The yeah, uh, again, that was not an A twenty four production, so I can't but vouch no, for she that. She was she fucking she showed she up, good. did she the fuck good. out she of her job, that. yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, they, they they've got they they've got a, a plethora of people there that I uh, and elements there that I'm I'm just uh, I'm all about. So fuck it, like I I you know when this comes out, and again, this comes out May 29th uh, of this, this year. Poster. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with it. You know, um, this is like and, the, and, it, and it has too. I don't know if you saw it just uh, just here. Uh, hold on, let me see if I can go back real quick. Uh, no, it but has this, this poster. This is like it belongs in. This is best in like the bathroom, right? So that's weird. When okay. you're, when I you're don't know where on with this, because when you're on your throne, right? Okay. <laughs> the porcelain oh. throne. I, I know. I know you remember <laughs> who this is. Uh, who that? I can't see it from here. Ah, uh, oh shit. Uh, I'm not gonna even try nah, to just it. tell me who it is. Um, the uh, sister from um, it's Game of Thrones. What was uh? What was uh, Catelyn Stark's sister? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, what was um, her name? Fuck. I don't remember her. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember her name. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's her. And then she had she, the... She looks crazy in this movie, too. Crazy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, what's her name? It's going to come to me at like the worst time, like two hours from now. I'm going to be like, oh, it was Caitlyn. Yeah. Um, Catelyn, okay. Caitlyn. Uh, so th- this movie fucking looks, uh, looks ultra dope. Um, 
and uh and yeah uh, and so yeah. uh, <laughs> and drop yeah. drop uh, <laughs> drop us a note in the uh, the comment section uh, once you've uh, peaked uh, peaked the, the the or peaked the trailer. Let us know what you think about it. And uh, yeah, all right. And yeah, Move forward. That's your yeah, yeah. thing. And my, yeah, it's my take. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna move on to the next film, uh, which is uh, <laughs> this is a gem. Uh, we. we we should have talked about this like a week ago, but uh, we uh, we had some other plans night last weekend, so we didn't get a chance to record. Um, yeah, this is an amazing, amazing trailer. Okay, this is for um, the Iron Mask, which is uh, about the English traveler Jonathan Green uh, receives from Peter the Great in order to map the Russian Far East. Once again, he sets out for a long journey full of incredible adventures that will eventually lead him to China. Uh, the cartographer will uh, unexpectedly uh, unexpectedly um, face a lot of breathtaking discoveries, encounter bizarre creatures, meet with Chinese princesses, and confront deadly martial arts masters, and even the king of all dragons, the Dragon King. Uh, this is directed by Oleg uh, uh, Stefan. Chenko, Stefachenko, uh, and is written by Stefachenko as well as Dmitry uh, Paltsev uh, and Alexei uh, Petrukin. Uh, this film stars Jason uh, Fleming, Jing uh, uh, Tong Yao, uh, Anna Charina, uh, and uh, uh, most notably Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger, who I am positive are only in this movie for about five seconds but they populate 40 percent of the trailer they knew exactly how this marketing game works <laughs> and each are getting 20 million a piece <laughs> they have to right like so <laughs> now, so the first thing i said after watching this trailer to you was that like this movie looks fun mm-hmm. right um am i expecting some oscar worthy award-winning storytelling no am i expecting uh great visuals and and funny commentary and just like fun action yeah right uh honestly i have no idea what this movie is gonna bring but i know from watching the trailer i was just like laughing i was like smiling it makes you feel like you know kind of good like light right this movie is just a fun light theatrical made me feel something adventure yeah right again i don't Am I, am I going into this movie with the same expectations that I went into with The Irishman? No. But this looks fun. Jackie um, fucking Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger together? Have we ever seen them together? Um, I actually don't think so. I can't uh, I can't be super sure about that, but I, I don't think we've seen them together. But even so, I would say that when we did get them together, I don't think we wanted this. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, think we wanted. We've never we wanted, seen Arnold like this. Look, look, this uh, might be. Look, I'll compare really this to Arnold. a wrestling uh, analogy. Uh, I know everybody wanted to see the Undertaker and Sting get together, right? They never, it never really happened. It never materialized. If they were to get together now, I don't want to see that. Yeah, no, no one wants to see that now. Nobody wants to see that. They're both eight thousand years old. Like, what are we doing here, right? Same Arnold with still this. Looks good. Does he still look good? Yeah. Can he still move? Yeah, no, move. You see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know, and and look, th- this kind of looks like a uh, kind of a cheesy sort of B movie, and apparently this is a sequel. This isn't even like the 
um, original film. This is like a sequel to to something else. Um, I think the 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 other film was called like um, Vai or I don't know. I, I forget what it uh, what it was. But um, but they've got a whole other thing going on. But the reason why this is like you know kind of the, this trailer sort of took off was because it has Jackie Chan and uh, Schwarzenegger in it. Um, so hey, hats off to the fucking uh, to fucking uh. <laughs> The, the fucking the, the the whoever else was like instrumental in getting them on board because that's genius. Nobody would have gave not one fuck about this movie outside of maybe people like overseas. Like mm-hmm. so, for instance, like this is this is actually this film has actually been released in or is going to be released in like the UK, Russia, China, um, all those other markets. I don't even know if it is coming out in, in the U.S. Uh, like so, for instance, I I think it might be coming out on streaming. Uh, on I hope it April, does. I want to watch this shit in April on uh on streaming. I would go see this in the I, theaters. I don't. Yeah, that's. It, you know how they that say, dragon looks dope. You know how they say that black people have a lot of spending power. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is how we don't keep the black dollar in our own community. This oh. is this is the prime example. <laughs> I'll, I'll go see this in Charm City Kings <laughs> yeah. at the same Just time. So you, no, you, yeah. what you need to do Balance. is go see Charm City Kings twice. That's what you need to go to <laughs> twice, and I'll sneak into this. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, this uh, this looks um, it looks. Uh, I, I think it, it it doesn't mind being what it is. You know. I think it, it knows exactly what it is. And it's like, you know what? Let's not pretend like we're anything else. Let's yeah, be exactly that. <laughs> so, yeah, this uh, from everything from the CGI to like the green screen to just uh, everything just looks. It looks bad, but uh, I like this movie. Fuck yeah. what you're talking about. All right. This looks fun. Enough. Hey, what do I know? All right. Uh, let's jump into something here that uh, that everybody was fucking interested in um, this past week. Uh, we got some leak shit. I hate when shit leaks, you know, because it's like I don't want to. I don't want to know the shit, but we got yeah, another one. Nobody likes and look. And now, shit. if you're if you're watching this podcast, uh, the podcast here, well, now you're seeing it too. Sorry, you, you're you're subjected to the same fate as we are. You are seeing the uh, the the early concept or not early concept. I think this is more or less the the actual concept of the Batman. We're seeing what Robert Pattinson actually looks like as the uh, Dark Knight uh, himself. Um, and uh, not only did we get this sort of like um, kind of test footage, uh, but we also got some set photos uh, that had just leaked uh, a day or two ago that uh, it showed, I think it was Robert Pattinson. It might have been his stunt double. I can't I can't confirm nor deny. Um, but it shows him just out in the open with his bat suit. Uh, as well as riding a uh, the bat uh, bat cycle, and then it shows whoever is riding that bat cycle, whether it's a stunt double or Pattinson himself, taking a massive L. Uh, they <laughs> definitely were wobbly. The bike just fell over, and he falls over with it. Um, but in any case, uh, did you get a chance to see that 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 specific footage? So that specific footage I haven't seen. I've seen like yeah. uh, shots of it. I've seen. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you What do you think of the like? What do you, What do you for one? Let me hear what you think about. Um, leaks about the, like uh, of these kind where you haven't we don't know anything about the movie yet we're seeing all these leaks and then two what do you think about the actual suit itself well I mean I think uh, the leaks are strategic right it's, do you really yeah, it's, no I don't think yeah. that. well so this this test footage is hey you're an intern right <laughs> when did you start Monday okay <laughs> 
Hey, here's this here's some, very uh, important file. Top secret <laughs> footage. I want you to go leave this mm. at CNN. <laughs> right? CNN's like, what is Leave this, it at right? the front desk. <laughs> CNN's like, we got a presidential yeah. campaign to worry about. <laughs> That's our British. They'll figure it out. <laughs> um, no, so I think the leak was strategic. I mean, you got to start generating some type of buzz, right? And what did it do? It did exactly that, generate some type of buzz. Yeah. What does Robert Pattinson look like in the bat suit? Mm-hmm. Um, what type of stories? Is this going to be like rich, wealthy, super techie Batman? Or is this going to be like Ben Affleck's? Um, more like rugged, you know, Jack, I'm going to fuck everybody up, Batman, or is this going to be like, what type of Batman is this going to be? I think the screen test and these, um, the, you know, the leaked footage kind of maybe gave you some perspective into that. Like, this is not your Bruce Wayne Batman, where it's like, where this is about money and power and influence, right? Um, he's not like your crime fighting, I'm going to fuck everybody up, um, throw hands, Batman. This might be a different type like because the suit doesn't look super high tech right um no even from those uh set photos that just got leaked that were for sure leaked uh yeah it looks like um this looks this looks like grungy batman it looks like he just like stitched the suit together from like spare parts and shit it looked like he he might not have been rich bruce wayne he might have lost his money you know playing blackjack or some shit this might be bruce (laughs) looks like he made that in an alley moved from wayne enterprises yeah and i Uh, and i'm here for it man yeah like i I, like i yeah again i I think there are three different versions of batman Mm -hmm. there's bruce wayne playing batman right Mm -hmm. there's batman hiding behind the mask of bruce wayne Mm -hmm. and then there is the detective yeah Right. Yeah. Dete- the way to, way to try to sound extremely intelligent as you talk about Batman. Hey, look, there's three different kinds of Batman. Yeah, it's it. three different personality types. The Chinese types here. say that there's the face that you show yourself. There's the face that you show others. There's the face you never show anyone. Uh, this guy. And I, I think this is the Batman that we haven't seen before, where it's like this is the detective, right? And I and I and I want and like I remember when we were talking, you know, we were talking about vegan, uh, vegan, vegan Batman, vegan Batman, and. Uh, uh, aka Robert Pattinson and I was saying like look everybody who's complaining about the fucking casting shut the fuck up like it's fine um I'm actually I want to see a different story here we've seen all this shit with Batman just beating the shit out of people you know senseless I don't I kind of don't care about that anymore right like who what like what do I care if he like fucking beats up 18 people at the same yeah. time or like fucking like and that was like know. I would say that it was like Ben Affleck's Batman and then like um Christian Bale's Batman was like super like tech, right? Very like well tech, but also he pummeled the oh, shit yeah, out of people too. <laughs> so it's like, all right, you know, yeah, give maybe me, gives the Batman give who's like the, more sleuth, vulnerable, who 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 isn't necessarily all about the hands, but is more about outsmarting. All about the hands. Yeah, he's not all about the hands, <laughs> sure. you know. Uh, but it, it is more about like how can I outsmart my enemies? Like, yeah. How can I figure out a a, a a neat way to like beat them you know yeah and how and, can uh, i yeah. fight crime right yeah. solve and fight crime yeah um so yeah I, I loved everything that i saw from it i wish i didn't see it though like just i don't even want to know it's a thing until like i'm going to see your movie you have my money my t- like the tickets already sold don't show me anything yeah. i don't so want to see it. i do like to screen the camera test here because i'm not like sold yet but i'm intrigued mm. yeah and, and you that's know what this why that's me what of? this is for the suit oh, and everything okay. kind intrigued. of reminded me of uh daredevil and i and maybe it's because of the red lighting the red, and stuff, yeah. like but um but yeah it definitely reminded reminded me how like kind of like 
grungy it kind of looks. It reminded me of that Daredevil suit um, that that he made. It was where it wasn't like. I mean, like, I, I guess, made this shit myself. Yeah, man. like it looked like you just sold that shit together yourself. And, I, I, and got, I'm blind I got too. stuff to do. I, I can't <laughs> have this fabricated yeah. shit to do. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's uh, let's move forward here. All right. Let's talk about this uh, this Billie Eilish uh, new shit that just came out. Um, she was chosen as the next Bond song person. Um, and I know I said that in a very stupid way, but, uh, she is the person covering the song for the film, no time to die with, of course, the, uh, the title song itself, no time to die. Um, have you listened to the song? Have you heard a little bit about it? Would you talk to me? Not going to lie to you. Yeah. I haven't heard it yet. God damn it. Okay. So here's what I, I've listened to Billy Irish, Eilish's, uh, last album. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a few of the other songs that she's made, right? So I think I have a pretty good, uh, I, I have pretty good background on Billie Eilish, and someone else. You know that how I, I know that's not true? What? Because you keep saying her name wrong. Eilish, Eilish. You keep calling Irish. her Irish. <laughs> no, I, I've Billie said Eilish. Billie Eilish. Okay. Fair so again, I've listened to a lot of her music over the past like couple of months, right? Yeah. Um. Someone on Twitter, or I think it was like on Instagram, said this, and it's mad fucking true, in my opinion. Mm. She's not like a great singer. She's a really good songwriter, mm-hmm. and she's very like interesting, right? But not a great singer. So do do I expect the vocals that we got from Adele? No. Am I interested to hear how the sound of this is going to be vastly different? from what we've gotten before. Yes. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. I do have like expectations. Yeah. Let me burst that bubble. It actually sounds exactly like everything we've gotten in the last really? about oh, 3 that's years. That's not what I wanted. No, no. Not from uh, Billy Eilish. Look, look I, I'm not even I'm not even saying I'm not even saying they knew what they were doing when they actually picked Billy Eilish. First of all, it's somebody who's timely. Um but you're right in that she she's not necessarily known for her like bombastic like singing right like bombastic. that's not necessarily you know like or somebody who's pull just that like, one from um i don't know just like, <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> hey look hey look i go places i know things you know <laughs> yeah, uh, i've been places yeah, i've been places um no but um she's not really known for for like just oh my god this is like whitney houston level like you know uh vocals she's got here yeah but she's known for doing like very sort of interesting moody kind of things right which for the last, I would say, three Bond songs, I can't tell you what Quantum of Solace is, and nor do I think anybody in the world, because nobody remembers anything from Quantum of Solace. Or, and I remember going back and listening to Casino Royale. So I think the nobody last couple, wasn't either. it like Adele, then it was before that, it was like Sam, No, no, it, the, uh, the reverse order. So first it was Adele with Skyfall, and then it was Sam Smith, Sam Smith. with um, Spectre, and now it's Billie Eilish with No Time to Die. They all sound like basically the same song, at least to me. Look, I'm not, I'm, I, hey, hey, look, don't shoot me. Look, I'm looking at directly into the camera. <laughs> Dude, don't shoot me. I don't fucking know anything about music. Okay? Don't shoot me. But they all sound exactly the fucking same to me. I don't know. <laughs> I would genuinely say, I mean, like, obviously the theme and the mood of it is going to be very key to the to the movie. High um, class espionage spy. But but I remember I'm I'm coming from the world British of, of actors and singer, right? They, look, they had Tina Turner do Goldeneye, right? Mm-hmm. They had uh, Garbage do The World Is Not Enough, 
Mm-hmm. This is all in our kind of time with uh, yeah. Chris Brosnan as 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 Bond, right? Um, which it, to me, the world is not enough. It's probably hands down to me the best Bond song of all time. The world is not enough. Dun, 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 dun. But it's such a beautiful. Is that the way one where, like, throughout the, my the, the cinematography showed like Bond, like he was like falling? I mean, they all show Bond falling. Yeah, right? yeah, what are we talking about? Falling. It's always, it's always a fall. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I, it, it I was will my say favorite this. song. Yeah. The one with Adele was powerful, and like, oh, he, vocals I, are phenomenal. If I can say this before you say your thing, um, I actually. I enjoy the fuck out of all these moody songs we're getting. Yeah. I, like I, I'm a hunt. Like when Skyfall dropped, I loved it. I absolutely, it was on my playlist. I love the fucking song when, even though people didn't necessarily care for it, or at least from that's what I hear. Apparently um, Sam Smith's uh, um, and his, his, the song wasn't called Spectre. It was called um, damn. Now I forget what the actual song was called. Uh, oh, writings on the wall. Um, okay. was what the actual song was called uh, instead of the actual I like name it. of the film Spectre. But uh, I, I love that song too, even though people didn't really hear it. But it's like this moody kind of like a- uh, atmospheric sort of song. That's pretty much exactly like what this is. And it's like, I don't really expect any anything different out of Billie Eilish. I, I think that's just the way that they've gone with it. But maybe that's a way for them to like tie together this whole bond or, or tie up the loose ends of this whole Daniel Craig bond incarnation maybe yeah, maybe I'm, that's I'm like definitely a gonna have to check line. this out uh, yeah. again i haven't heard it yet so i can't speak much to it but i've heard a lot of billy eilish's music um i have expectations yeah. and we'll see we'll see if those expectations are met or exceeded or like you know if it's underwhelming yeah fair enough all right let's uh let's move forward here um okay <laughs> yo let's get to the shits first of all holy shit hey hey uh i think Buster rhymes said it best Call the ambulance. Tell them to pick, pick up, up your, your peoples. peoples. God <laughs> damn. Hey, drop one one time. Yeah. My girl Liz Warren. Holy shit. I didn't know shit. it was legal in America Yo. to catch a body <laughs> on national television live. Yo, I've never seen anything like that. Like, did you watch the entire debate? Uh, So I, I watched half of it. I heard all of it because mm. I was in like another room listening okay. to it while I was working. I feel you. Um, yo, it was, and bruh, uh, so it, it was good, right? Yeah. It was good TV. It was good entertainment. I, I, it was good I, entertainment. I keep saying this constantly during this whole democratic looking uh, nomination at, like, process. The, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No. I, I keep saying it. Look, I don't know what the fuck this means for the, our country, but I know this is high quality entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and that's the unfortunate part. Yeah, I know. Right? It's entertaining, but the Jesus Christ. The value of this is tier one. Right? This shit is fire. The, the political fallout of this for is disastrous. Americans who like want a better life is no good because this is looking yeah. like yeah, hold on, hold on. four more years of yeah maga country yeah. right well, well let, let, let's set this up real quick um let's set it up okay so the uh, democrats if those who aren't initiated right if, if you're not, if this is batman and we're saying you are not initiated uh if you're if you're bane ah, right? you are not initiated. <laughs> um uh this is uh we're in the middle of our democratic primary season 
where the Democrats are essentially choosing who their nominee is going to be for their party. Essentially, the Republicans already know that it's going to be Trump again because they, they've got no two other running against. Well, Trump. there's two. Technically, there's two other people running against him, but nobody gives a zero fuck. Uh, yeah. uh, it's like uh, running uh, against Putin. Yeah. Um, Let's make it look like there's competition <laughs> yeah, know, here. Right? But really um, so uh, so they uh, just got done. The Iowa and New Hampshire uh, uh, um both the Iowa caucus and then the New Hampshire primary. And now we're off to the Nevada uh, caucus, which actually takes place today, Saturday. Yeah. Um, And they had what's customary before the actual uh, uh, either primary caucus is a debate that takes place usually a few days beforehand to like be like a final sort of nudge for, you know, the voters who haven't fucking made up their mind with the millions of hours of, you know, footage that's already out there but somehow people are like i'm undecided um, i have to watch tv yeah, I gotta, <laughs> yeah, in I gotta, order to i gotta know. tune into prime time to yeah. really figure this thing what, out what eight o'clock <laughs> i'll there. be there this is where i decide um, my vote so uh so you you have it that obviously all these candidates you have elizabeth warren bernie sanders um joe biden pete Buttigieg, amy klobuchar who all made this debate now the newcomer to the debate was Michael Bloomberg, who, for those who don't know, again, uh, he's a, a billionaire, and I mean billionaire in the sense of he's an actual billionaire versus Trump's. Maybe he's a billionaire. I don't know. Says he's a billionaire, <laughs> but we know Bloomberg got that real billion. Bloomberg actually has beasts. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, um, he he basically has bought his way into this this race, right? Like he he's done no debates before. He hasn't, he's not even, I don't think he's even on the ballot for Iowa and New Hampshire. He's just like, fuck it, I'm just going to spend a shit ton of money uh, on TV and somehow I'm going to become the president of the United States because, and I don't actually have to like say anything. I just show ads that show me as like a, hey, vote for me. Um, so for some ungodly reason, he decides, you know what? I want to be on this debate. And so what he does is he donates money to the Democratic National uh, or the DNC. DNC. Um, and he basically essentially buys his way into this actual debate. Um, bad choice. Yeah. Apparently that was a bad, poor, poor choice. Because what happened is that Elizabeth Warren, knowing she's basically, she's running up right now, Bernie Sanders is a front runner, clearly, right? Uh, and everybody else is just vying for that second position. Uh, and uh, Elizabeth Warren hasn't really done that well. She finished third in Iowa and fourth in New Hampshire. And um, she, her campaign basically is on its last legs. So she comes out, you know, people are like, oh, like she came out like, you know, this was Nas with Ether, right? Like, you know, like, she came out with the game ender. Like, look, I'm trying to end the game right yeah. now. I'm not, I don't want to see this go into the fourth quarter. I want this to be over in the second quarter. There's actually a clip of um, the, the debate on um, Instagram yeah. with like the, the Ether. <laughs> track in the background it's you know it is and it's like she's on beat she's selling or she's sending bullets at bloomberg but what made it even worse is that bloomberg hasn't like debated in years right he hasn't debated in like a decade because he used to be the mayor of new york right um but he hasn't debated in a long time. He didn't realize it got it's this. real. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> this this is not. Hey, he's People probably used to like lives on there. Uh, we're gonna like debate a little bit. No, 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 no. This no, no. is. I'll tell you what he's used raw. to. He's used to people essentially like kind of agreeing with him. Mm-hmm. So he's not used to that. Oh, I don't give a. F- 
What? And I, I do think the nature of these like political debates has changed a little bit. Like, this oh shit yeah, is, now 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 it's not we're not now. we're yeah. in the days of Trump. Where now all this I'm being cordial shit and I want to no, be no. like you know we're like polite shit. No 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 no. We're 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 dragging whatever dirty ass shit you got in the closet. We're bringing them right on yeah. Front Street. And and he certainly was not immune because Elizabeth Warren came out swinging. Look, Bernie Sanders he he came out he came out first and he was just like, hey, first of all. You know, I don't know what that nigga did with that stopping fresh yeah. shit, but you know, you might want to check into that first. He first he 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 he, he get, give you a little taste, a little tasty taste of like, okay, you know, let's check him a little bit. Then Liz Warren was like, check him, no, 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 Scud yeah. missiles. That's where yeah. we're sending. We're gonna send a straight shot. So she, hollow tips. So she she starts talking about like, hey, hey, what's up with them chicks you, you had? Uh, yeah, yeah sign those NDAs, chicks, like them NDAs uh, that you had. And he's like, um, uh. What happened? What uh, happened was uh, we can't talk about uh, the those sun obviously. was in my those, eyes. And those women <laughs> chose to sign those non-disclosure. Let's change the subject, guys. And, then she, and like, you know, when they and then this is when they all teamed up on them. They uh, were all, yeah, it was like the Avengers. Yeah. It was like <laughs> they all were like, "Oh, so are you going to release those women from those NDAs here right now yeah. on national television?" Yeah. He was like, uh, uh, "I don't. Uh, 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 of course, I'm not going to do that." <laughs> um, and, and then, at yo, that point, yo, there's nothing Bloomberg wanted to do oh, no. more than say, nah. ah, <laughs> you should have went for the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wished he had let an me infinity say, Let me tell you how sad it was. It was so sad that even Joe Biden, who's been asleep for 80% of this entire primary he season, up, like, he woke up like, hey, this NDA thing is crazy. Released him from the NDA. It's like, <laughs> right, oh, Joe, right. I didn't realize you were over there. He still had on his blanket. <laughs> yeah. In his house shoes. He was drinking hot chocolate. Like, hey, <laughs> and by the way, like it was, it was, I was watching it live. Like it, it's, it's, I, it's hard for me sometimes. And I got to get over this because, you know, I, I try to, you know, I, I'm a writer and, and I, and like, well, this is one of the tent poles of writing is to be able to write uncomfortable moments. That was an uncomfortable moment watching it live. Cause it's like, yo, say something. Yeah. You got, like, I know you, you knew this question was coming. You had to know it was coming. You had to know stop and frisk was coming. You had to know that this NDA thing was coming. You, like your team had to prep you for either that or your team's trash. Or, I mean, yeah, like yeah. they should have went out and partnered with like Jay Z <laughs> on this campaign. <laughs> like when Jay Z was like, "You seen what I did to stop and frisk?" Right? Like they should have been like, you know what? Yes. You should have had a bar. We should have had a bar yeah. ready. We stop and frisk was wrong. Oh my god! But like, but he didn't even do like an apology. Unprepared. All he really did was like say like. Oh, um, and, and so it was a long thing, time ago. Here's the thing, though. He yeah. did apologize. Now, it, but, it wasn't a real, actual apology, though. And, and, but and as soon as he did, Elizabeth Warren went for it. Oh, she, Why? She, she, she was prepped. She and, was prepped and for it. Because she had real shit to say. Because what Bloomberg did for, and if anyone who doesn't know what stop and frisk is, it was like yeah. uh, a law or a bill that was passed in, 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 in the state of New York in which yeah. the police were allowed to randomly stop and frisk anyone at any time. Yeah, now, and, and w- one of the reasons why it's such a hot topic, uh, hot button topic right now is because audio has come out and um, uh, it was, uh, I credit Ben Dixon for getting the actual audio where basically Broom- Bloomberg admits like, yeah, no, that's exactly the point. Like it was, yeah, let's stop black and latino men um young black uh latino men and that's all it is in fact and and i don't i don't think he this is like separate audio but like in another audio clip he was basically like you know what i think we stop white people too much 
to be perfectly yeah. honest. I think we stopped him too much. It was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Let, let them go. Don't even don't even look at yeah, them. Yeah, Just yeah, let yeah. them it's, it's go fine. about their it's lives. No. Yeah, don't worry about my guy Chad yeah. out there. Jamal and, and, and Manuel. <laughs> we need to stop them every time we see him. Yeah, so, so it was it was wild. Yeah. And, and and so again, Bloomberg apologized, but Elizabeth Warren went straight for it saying that his apology was meritless right it was baseless it was weightless why because he was apologizing for the very public results of it he's saying oh you guys found out that this is what was going on and Mm -hmm. i'm apologizing for you guys you know figuring it out yeah but what he wasn't apologizing for was the intent behind it from the beginning and the intent yeah. That is like that's where the core or how to correct this shit comes so, on. So and let me say this real quick, and we can move on because this is supposed to be like this is meant to be like a quick thing. Um, it it's not enough, and I think this is what Bloomberg has more money than God, right? He has too much. He has about uh, unless I'm incorrect, and I might be right, but somewhere around sixty four billion dollars. If you're, ah, uh, what? If you're, I know he had that much bread. If, you, if you're unaware of how much money that is. Look it up. I'm not even going to try to explain how much money that is. That's 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 an obscene, like not even obscene. There's no word for how insane that is. One person has sixty four billion dollars. Right. OK. He can throw money at anything and it doesn't matter to him, which is why he's able to dump ungodly amounts of money into this campaign and essentially buy his way into like third place, second place, maybe even first place. Right. If it's all said and done. Damn, um, yeah, his uh his current net worth is like sixty three point seven billion. I didn't know he exactly had that much, he, bread. He's got so much fucking money. What does he right? want to be president so, for? No, so, so listen to this. Here's 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 by here's the feature. Peru. No, no, no. You know why he wants to make money? <laughs> In order to stop Bernie. It's not Trump that he's worried about. He doesn't give a fuck about Trump. Notice in his twenty sixteen election, he was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll send some shots Trump Trump's way. I'll send some. Uh, I'll say some things. Well, I'm not gonna jump into the race. That'd be crazy, yeah, right? But Bernie's but gonna fuck Bernie's my bag gonna up. fuck that bag up serious form but anyways it it's not why it's, people are like why do they keep talking about this bag like what's 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 in bag? the bag what? <laughs> is there like a is, is it gucci what is it, is it a, what is it is it like a duffel bag Product? a backpack yeah, what bag? <laughs> jan sports <laughs> trash bag? bag i'll look this up on on uh what was ask it, uh, my daughter no, no, no. she likes what, black what's guys the, what's the site <laughs> What is she likes black guys. Look at World Stars. Well, no, 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 it's not World Star. Star. Uh, what's that the thing where you can go? Where you can go? Urban look Dictionary. The, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look this up for Urban Dictionary. They never fail me. I feel like white people, all white people have the Urban Dictionary app on their. Oh, phones. they have to. They have to have it saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gotta be saved so you can do it in real time. Yeah, yeah. Run down. Cardi B <laughs> says he's gonna run down on Nikki. <laughs> Let me look that up. Oh, <laughs> Let's figure that out. Translate. You know what they do? They use Google Translate yeah. for for that. <laughs> what did Cardi B mean when she says? Ran down on a bitch twice. <laughs> what is getting to the bag? Um, okay, okay, but but to sum sum all this up, look when you when you're somebody like Bloomberg, and this is just a, a message I don't, I just want to make sure everybody hears, every or everybody who actually <laughs> listens to this podcast, um, don't be fooled by the fact that he donates so much money to X uh, charity, X organization, whatever, because. That to him amounts to not even a drop in the bucket for him, right? But what does that buy him? It buys him the ability to say, no, what? Racist. Yeah. Sexist. Come on, look at how much money I donate. Yeah. 
fifty million dollars to those poor black kids. Come on, <laughs> racist. Yeah. Would a racist give like five million dollars to this organization? Meanwhile, that five. What is that five? It's the that five million. Twenty-five dollars. Is him? Deal. Is him? Uh, blowing his nose into a handkerchief and then just throwing the handkerchief away if the handkerchief was worth five million dollars. That's that's what that's fucking worth to him. It's not worth anything. So he's essentially just buying that goodwill, right? He doesn't yeah. actually have to do anything. Look at what he did as mayor, right? His policies were inherently racist, right? Like he he claims like, oh, when we found out that this was stop from first, no. You knew that's what Stop and Frisk did, and you continued it anyways, you know? So that's all I want to say, that, and I'm going to get off my soapbox. But, um, but yeah, like, don't be fucking fooled by these people who are like, oh, I, I did this, or I, I... Look at their policies. Look at the, what they actually stand for, and look at what they actually want to do. Forget all this, like, oh, he's a rich guy, so therefore he can take, off Trump, uh, take on Trump. Fuck all that noise. Look at what they... He's essentially Trump, except for he's not, he doesn't snap as quick as Trump would have been on that stage snapping back at Warren, like, hey, what's up, Pocahontas? Like, he, like, that's some fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, clearly, like, I don't, endure, but I'm saying, like, he would have snapped back at her. He wouldn't have just stood there like a dummy, like, uh, Yeah, I mean, Bloomberg just looked flustered. He's like, I've never had anyone speak to me like this. <laughs> yeah. Is this a woman yeah. speaking I've, back to me? I, yeah. This is, doesn't usually happen. Usually, I could just buy <laughs> silence in the room. I can't he do He tries to like, hand her a stack of money like is this what you want how, how much for you to shut up <laughs> uh but he couldn't do that but yeah so yeah, yeah again here's here's the problem with the dnc like these guys these you know whether it's bloomberg and and bernie and biden and they're all so like vehemently they genuinely all hate each other right or, I, don't, I don't think well, they hate each they other they don't genuinely hate except each other. for Buttigieg and uh klobuchar they definitely hate each other and it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but they're all like against each other, right? Mm. Whereas the P- Republican Party right now is 100% united against this guy, Trump, right? Or, uh, no, they're not united against him. They're no, I'm sorry. They're, 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 they're united. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're united. Behind and, Trump. Yeah. And the DNC, just like last year, right? It was like some people were like, or Bernie. 2016. 2016. Yeah. You know what I meant. Yeah. Hey, look, real time fact check. <laughs> um, uh, they were like, oh, some people were like Bernie, and some people were Hillary, and some people were like, oh, I don't like them both. They're both like bad, and so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go independent, right? Mm-hmm. Republicans are like, eh, we're with this guy, yeah. And and that you um, being united like that helps you win. Yeah. The, the DNC stop all this bullshit. Like, let's just get uh, Bernie in there, right? Let's have Elizabeth Warren or something like that be like VP on the ticket or whatnot. Yeah. Let's solve the bigger problem yeah right so, so and the, then start to check down some of the smaller boxes so so the problem is is that and what this this whole election is showing is is that the establishment um is showing their true face meaning that they they love to oppose trump when it's convenient for them meaning that when he tweets something stupid or when he says something dumb which is like every day it's like they can be on it right yeah but they don't actually have to fight against his actual policies that's the dark seat that the secret they don't want you to actually know is that they actually kind of like his policies, you know, when it comes to uh, um, economics, right? Like they, they actually don't mind all the shit that he's actually doing. All right? of these people are also very rich and they don't mind partaking. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's like, oh, as long as he keeps tweeting, people will keep believing that we're opposing him. But you're not actually opposing him on the actual shit, meaning that are you actually voting against him when he when he does these crazy policies? Yeah. Right. And I see that with Bernie and that um, Bernie's very, very, very rich as well. Right. 
And uh, he got a couple albums. It's all right. Yeah, he I mean, he's not Bloomberg. Let's not. Yeah, he doesn't like, have Bloomberg money. The two. But like you know, at a certain point, you know, if you got a hundred, if I got a hundred milli, right, and you even if you got eight hundred milli, we still got Rolexes that they can't afford, <laughs> right? Yeah, we're still at the same. But I think black I, I, tie, I, think I know where you're right? going with this. Though, yeah. So while. Even someone like Bernie who wants, oh, you know, we want the rich to pay more taxes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to run on these principles, right? It's he's very much benefiting from the current state, right? Mm. So it's like, you know, whenever Bernie gets asked about, like, what are your actual policies? What do you actually plan to do? What he does well is he like, the you know, theatricality and deception, <laughs> powerful agents yeah. against, you know, those untrained, right? Yeah. Um, and Bernie does that well. He's like, he'll they'll say, Bernie, what is your plan to make uh, edu- higher education free for all? He's like, well, it's not, a, it's, that's not radical. You know, free education, that's not radical. We should have free education. We should have free healthcare. We should have equal pay. We should have, and then people will like cheer and clap. Yeah. But he didn't answer the question. Well, so so the that's prob- what's happening right now. So the, that's the pro- all we're seeing. The the problem is the theatrics of the actual debates themselves, right? Meaning that if he actually did want to explain his entire policy, he would actually sound like almost like Elizabeth Warren in a way, where she she has brilliant, like she she has her shit in order, right? But when you try to explain that in the sum of two minutes to people, and not even two minutes, like a minute and fifteen seconds yeah. on a stage, you're never going to be able to fully explain the the full plan. Uh, to, to people so what you do what you have to do is what Trump does and this is why I think Bernie's best suited to uh, to take on Trump well, Bernie does his rinse and repeat no matter what fucking question they ask him hey the top 1% take advantage of us need to, <laughs> no matter what they fucking ask him and it's fucking that brilliant that is mad right? true it's brilliant because it's like why am I gonna sit here and try to like answer your dumbass question in a fucking minute and 15 people at home are like Dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. I don't know the first thing about what you're saying right now, but it sounds complicated and it sounds like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So why am I gonna try to waste time with that when Trump's order just being like, build the wall? Yeah. Uh, that, that uh is true. lock her up. Uh uh and, and, and that's unfortunate. Why? Because it's like, you know, I, I'm gonna play the dumbass game the way that this dumbass game is structured, and people are not even gonna realizing that. You know, I didn't answer your question. I just gave you a no, but 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 here's the difference. I think with Bernie and like somebody like Trump, right? Like where like Bernie knows. Look, I just gotta exact like just say that same thing over and over. But Bernie actually has like policies behind yeah, it. And, like, and there's I do actually that. like but Bernie has something to play Trump's game, right? But I, because... I don't think he's playing Trump's game so much as that. I think he's just playing the game he's literally always played. Meaning that like. This is the central thing that he thinks is like at the at the heart of all issues. So it's like, why am I going to try to dick around with like telling you the exact nuances of it when as soon as I start saying that your eyes are going to glaze over. Yeah. You're going to look at me like, well, I don't know what the fuck you're saying right now. So it's like, OK, forget well, yeah, all that. And, but to my point, like that's like, you know, the game Trump is able to play and play so well because yeah. his his. But no, but but Trump's Trump's his, his supporters, they don't Trump's, give a fuck about the details. Well, they like so, the so big the, the exciting di- shit. The difference is, is that Trump reads the room and just says whatever the room wants. So if it's build a wall this week, great, we build a wall. If it's, oh, I'm going to bring job, I'm going to bring coal back. Yeah, or if it's, it's, you know, I've done so much for, like, black people. Bernie's not just adjusting what he's saying to the room. He's just saying the same thing over and over because that's actually what he believes. Trump doesn't actually have a center 
that he actually believes in. So he just yeah, says whatever the fuck. I, I will say that's hear. true, and, and I do think Bernie would love to speak a little bit more like intelligently about hey, like this is what I want to do, and this but is how I want to do it. As soon as you do, but, I'm he, but he knows he can't do that because yeah. he has to play this game where it's like oh, I just have to say the big picture theatrical shit that's going to get applause because that's what he's doing, right? And I got to do what he's doing. If no, I, but I think it's it's more than, and we can get off this, yeah. but uh, but I think it's it's more than what Trump, about what Trump's doing. I think it's more about what people can take in, meaning that what's the broadest thing that can appeal to the broadest amount of people, right? Like if I were to sum up what I'm trying to say in just like a little nugget, like how can I deliver that to people versus trying to explain to them the very complicated nuances of the thing itself. Right. Yeah. And look, we can argue about the particulars of his actual policies. Right. But those are for like the people who actually pay attention. That's for them to argue. Yeah. But when you're just on that debate stage and you've got a minute and 15 seconds to, to deliver whatever the fuck it is, you just got to say what you just, is going to excite hey, what's the, the essential yeah. thing that we're trying to get to here. Let me say that. And look, you can either say you fuck with it or you don't fuck yeah. with it. Fine. Have, have you ever been to like a, an expo, um, like a tech <laughs> expo or whatever, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is it's kind of like a really good example of what uh, like political debates are, right? So there are the booths that just have like exciting we're going to change the world. We're going to redo this. We're going to reimagine what it's like to do this thing. And we're bringing new technology that's faster and more amazing and better. Right. And those booths are like, people are just like fire. Yeah, people are like, wait, oh. what are you selling? And, like, and here's a free pen, and here's like a <laughs> lanyard. Right. And people are like, yeah. Oh, free pens. Right. And then yeah. there are the booths that are just like, well, no, like this is like how we're going to do it. Right. Yeah. Like this is, what we actually do and this is you know what our plan is and that shit those two boosts, people in it yeah, those you know, aren't excited aren't as exciting hey, you know you know they may have pens too but the pens are like just black and white <laughs> pens not the blue pen with the gel ink you know what i mean <laughs> so, and, and, and like uh, those people are talking about real shit but the loud fun ones are gonna get the most attention and that's unfortunate yeah. what these debates are yeah th- that's unfortunate what the debates are but i i do think that like for those people who are actually like initiate uh, initiated in like okay like let me actually look at like what their policies are let me look at like the nuances will this work would this not work i think once you start paying attention like that you can weed out some of the people who are like nah you're just you're about some fuck shit yeah you're about some bullshit okay but i think that's why bernie appeals so, to so many people is because he's both he's both the person who can dwindle that thing down to a very small soundbite right yeah but also the person who has like the nuances behind it to actually back up like what he's saying now people will try to convince you otherwise they're saying like no you tell me how you pay for it but they they like they themselves are playing a game of i'm trying to get you to describe the nuance so everybody can be like I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Like, yeah. as soon as you start saying, oh, we're going to do a wealth tax and we're going to do this, do that, people are like, I don't yeah. know what that means. It's like, <laughs> tell me how you're going to do this thing in 45 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and, and because I know you're not going to be able to do it exactly. in 45 seconds. So I'm going to be able to My job is just to get you to right. sound stupid. Yeah. All right. Let's let's uh, let's fucking move on here. Uh, hilarious debate. Bloomberg took a massive L. He's not out of the race, though. Just, I just want everybody to be clear. He's got more money, again, than God. Um, he will not drop out of this race. He will continue to... And, and uh, uh, let me quick message to all, all of my fellow. Uh, I'm just talking to my black fellow brothers and sisters out there. Do not watch TV, see a person in an ad and just accept that that person knows what the fuck they're talking about or has your best interest at heart. Do not do that because I'm looking at these numbers for these, these numbers of how Bloomberg is doing with the black community right now. And it's 
obnoxious how well he's actually doing in the black community given his history. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's it's like this is the dude who created stop and frisk and like well, he, so he, technically he didn't create it well, but he he was he the advocate perpetuated for it. it like no other right like he didn't have any sort of problems with stop and frisk, um, but anyways all right moving on. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about uh, quickly is this uh, this whole friends reunion shit. Uh, what the fuck's going on with that? Yo, this just you know. It comes at an interesting time, right? A few weeks ago, we talked about David Schwimmer in an interview he did. Uh, David Schwimmer, if you don't know, he played uh, Roscoe. Uh, Ross on Friends. Yeah. So he recently came out. Um, I think it was during an interview. He was like, you know, he's all for um, maybe doing like them producing or creating a black version of Friends. And I think he meant well when he said it. And like, oh, you know, I have no problem with that. I'm all for like, I'm actually diversity follow, and inclusion. I'm going to follow right? up about that ex- same exact sentiment yeah. later on with another uh, topic. We're so about. immediately after that, like what happens, right? Oh, They're man, like, what was her name? Um, she's uh, She played Maxine in Living Single. Um, and, uh, fuck. I can't continue yeah. now uh, so immediately after like david schwimmer uh or not immediately after maybe like a week or two right after he came out he said this oh yeah i'm all for you know inclusivity and diversity and in, in, in television and media and uh, i'd have no problem with a black version of friends and i think that'd be great and it's like wait that show preceded your show your show was based on that show right and it was uh, erica alexander who played maxine shaw on mm-hmm. living single who pointed out a I, and I was about to say jackass, but really, again, I don't want to be mean to him. Hey, guy. Yeah. That show like already your existed. Sh- that show your was, show was copied off of yeah, our show. Your show was based on our show. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just that your audience was bigger and uh, uh, viewers at the time, um, white people were more inclined with seeing white faces on national television than they were seeing you know, like these black faces of you know intelligent successful people right yeah that's what that's why friends is so yeah. successful uh so uh living single only lasted what five seasons five I think. seasons yeah, yep. yeah yeah so i think it was uh, lasting from 1990 through 95 and 96 yeah. somewhere around there uh, again, i might be getting those viewership numbers was wrong, nowhere near what friends was right yeah um again just because a lot of networks didn't carry it or didn't show it at prime hours in which you could watch it so friends was set up for success sure. uh so immediately after these comments and you have to imagine that when david schwimmer made those comments just a couple weeks ago that they were already in conversation with hbo yeah well i think that's why there's been such a brouhaha about friends is that i'm sure this was like ramp- ramping up for yeah this and this has probably happened weeks or maybe not sure, months sure. in advance these conversations started right sure so, oh so you went out and made this comment only to then oh, but gonna, I, but here's the thing stir the pot a little bit then yeah, bam I, friends reunion I, drop that shit on you. i don't think it was uh i i don't think that hurt like that just put friends in the conversation like they, it didn't hurt like oh my god i guess we can't do this anymore so it's like yeah no People are talking about our shit. (laughs) And that's exactly it. It's like, hey, make this uh, culturally, socially inclusive comment really quickly. Yeah. And then in two weeks. I I don't think they could have predicted that they got the backlash that they did with those comments. Because I thought I think he just like you were saying, I think he meant well with it. I don't think they expected that at all. But I do think that they've been dropping little sort of friends. Like there's a reason why they're doing an interview with fucking David. Like, yeah. Like, what, what are we? 
What are we checking? Jennifer for? Anderson. <laughs> they were like, uh, maybe Jenna Jen shouldn't say that. Uh, yeah, maybe Shimmer, not Courtney you're, either. You're, you're, you're uh, what, what do you call it? You're public public. What is it? What am I looking for here? You're, you're. He's gonna do public the of, least amount of damage if this goes wrong. Yeah, like nobody's really like. Yeah. I'm not gonna catch David Schwimmer. It's, it's like, like no, uh, it's David Jen, Schwimmer. Jennifer Anderson has you know. 40 million followers. Yeah. You have seven. <laughs> so seven people, seven million people hear your message is make sure you say this does less damage than 40. During right? the interview, yeah. <laughs> the interview that's going to air at noon <laughs> on a Wednesday. Most of America's at work. <laughs> so, but again, yeah. it, it, the timing of this is just interesting. Um, yeah. Am I here for the friends reunion? Not particularly. Yeah, not really. But I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna hate on it. Like I I Uh, watch Friends. I've I've actually liked Friends. Friends is good. I'm not gonna hate on it, but I think this is kind of like a weird, not weird, but like I think this is kind of like a ploy for HBO Max or whatever the fuck the what it was. What is the uh, service called? Is it Uh, HBO Max Max Plus? Plus Max sounds Maxi Plus. Max. That's (laughs) even a better name. Um, But no, I I think it's a ploy for that. Meaning that, like, Friends obviously just. uh, I think they just took Friends off of Netflix. So yeah, I think last week was its last week on Netflix. I don't know. Uh, I never really watched it. It was one of those. There was a huge push for it. Like this is your last week to to watch watch Friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, take off work. Yeah. So I think I think it's kind of like they're trying to. And there's a reason why HBO is doing this sort of documentary or whatever the fuck it's going to be special. I don't know. I to be perfectly fucking honest, I was kind of lukewarm on Friends. Like, Friends is okay. I was never checking for Friends. Like, yo, is it on at seven on Thursdays on? And look, maybe maybe I'm not their demographic that they're looking for. So who gives a shit? But still, like, eh, whatever. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've watched many episodes of Friends. I I think it's funny. Yeah, you know, yeah, I I, I watch all the. I like a lot of the characters. I watch all the seasons, but I'm I'm saying like, I'm not. Like this is for a different crowd. I don't think this is yeah, for me, and not. not because I'm black, but because I just don't think it was like that funny. Like once you remove the sound or uh, the the laugh track from Friends, it's a very Yo. sub-average yeah. show. The, the, the writing, the comedy sub-average. is not that great. Like let's be real yeah. here, you know. Um, <laughs> what? I mean, it's like Friends reunion or season two of Narcos Mexico. I'll check Narcos out. You know where hey, I'm at. Give me a, you know where I'm at with this. <laughs> Next episode, know. please. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix, you don't even have to ask me anymore. You already yeah. know what's yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just <laughs> come on. Hurry up. Um, all right. So uh, move past friends. Uh, I know you got some uh, some info for this uh, Ava DuVernay, Nipsey Hustle doc. Uh, so not going to dive too too quickly into this, but obviously um, uh, the Nipsey Hustle's estate, his family, and, and the team at um, uh, you know uh, Marathon. I believe it's like Marathon productions or um i don't know i I should know this anyway so uh nipsey hustle's team who was putting together this documentary Mm -hmm. uh, on his his life and you know the work that he that he did during uh his time here uh they were shopping around i believe they had it in front of hbo i believe they had in front of showtime netflix hulu ultimately um because and, and and the This Is Us documentary series, yeah. Ava DuVernay, because she's a huge fan of Nipsey Hussle, made a point to include his music. Um, I believe it was prominently featured towards like the the ending credits yeah. of the um, When They See Us 
um, yeah, docu series. It would have had Netflix. to because if they would have played it during like the 1980s or whatever, yeah, it wouldn't have yeah, so, been lost. Uh, yeah. But Avery DuVernay is a fan of Nipsey Hussle, really cares deeply about his story and wanted that story to be told. So uh, obviously, we know that she has a, uh, a signed deal with Netflix. So this, uh, the Nipsey Hussle deal has landed with uh netflix it's going to be executive produced produced by ava duvernay which i think it's it's in the hands of the most capable person someone who not only understands the story but can like tell the story in an organic way and who respects the story so um huge shout out to yep. uh you know ava duvernay netflix uh you know the Nipsey Hussle's family, Lauren London, the children, the legacy that this man created. Uh, if anything stands true right now, it's that like the marathon does continue, right? Uh, so I'm I'm so happy to see this, and I'm gonna be as soon as that shit drops, I'm right there for it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be looking for this project. Yeah, Ava du- uh, Duvernay. She she does a she does Duvernay. Oh, is it Duvernay or Duvernay? Duvernay. I I don't know. I, uh, I say, say it every single time. Yeah, tomato tomato. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she's like, what the fuck? No, she's like, like no, correct. It's, like, what do you mean? Exactly put some it. respect on my name. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, you know, I'm I'm usually here for whatever she 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 puts out. Um, you know that it, it takes a bit of a uh, some dedication in order to have a, a particular lane to drive in. And to not only drive in that lane, but do it so well. And I think that that's what Ava DuVernay, 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 I don't know, um, has just done so well is that, you know, she has a particular agenda. She has a particular leaning and she's like, I'm just going to do that and I'm going to do it spectacularly. And she has, man. Look, I, I still argue. I don't, I, uh, you know, I don't know what the Emmys, uh, I, I forget what the fuck happened at the Emmys last year, but. You know, to me, uh, when they see us, was the best sort of series or limited series or whatever the case is, because it look. And this is coming from somebody who are like, look, I, I just told you with uh, Charm City Kings, right? Like, eh, you know, I, I could take or leave it, you know, in terms of the actual story, right? But when you watch uh, when they see us, there's like, if you're a person who's like a a a your brain functions correctly and you're not just like super racist to yeah. begin with. There's no way you don't watch that. And just as a human being, don't feel something visceral from that. And it's just like, you know, and it takes a talent to be able to bring that story to life and to do it in such a way that it's just like, it's compelling. It's, it's entertaining, but also it's, it's sobering, you know, and it's, and it's, um, it's, it's jarring, um, to, to watch uh, so yeah hats off to uh, to her and 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 yeah I'm, I'm definitely here for whatever she uh, I don't you know I don't care what project it is uh, I, I'm, I'm just here for it yeah I mean uh, she's got a phenomenal body of work and like I said I think this documentary is in the most capable hands right yeah um, and I do love the platform it's going to be on uh, Netflix so it's going to be visible uh, and accessible to so many people who are, are familiar with Nipsey Hussle and people who may have heard his name but weren't familiar with his story or, or his music. Yeah. Because um, this is a this is a man whose story, in my opinion, is just a phenomenal story. Deserves to be told. I, I was a huge fan of Nipsey long before he became like you know a a more of name. a household name. Yeah. Um. So I, I just love to see someone's someone who did such great work. I, lo- I love to see their legacy continue. Yeah. Recognized. All right. Uh, let's move forward here. Um, okay, so uh, so we had the Oscars. We never got a chance to talk about um, what happened. 
so uh, I, I believe, and I was trying to, I was going to cue the uh, the sound clip up of uh, you predicting that Parasite was going to win. Um, yeah, and, uh, you you were correct. So uh, applause for you, know, my great I'm sir. This is what I do. Hey, they weren't your actual predictions because you didn't actually see the movie, but it's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> see, it's, I don't gotta see. Yeah. I just know. You know? I um, just know. Fair enough. I'm like the North Star. You okay, know, right. I'll well, guide now, you. Now you're now you're taking the far. darkest of nights. Now you're taking it. Follow okay. me. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Parasite won Best Picture at the Oscars uh, for, in, at the 92nd Oscars, um, and uh, a lot of interesting things happen around it. Uh, for one, let's get this out of the way. So, first of all, it won Best Picture, but then it won Best Foreign Film as well as. Uh, um, uh, uh, Bong Joon uh, uh, Ho won Best Director. Um, the trifecta, like that's come on. You, what are we doing? Like, yeah, that's the triple crown. And, 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 right and, there. And, and look, I, I don't even know if he. Uh, I didn't. I didn't check out like what other awards that the film might have won along the way. You know, because I'm sure they won other shit too that uh, that same night. Um, fucking hey, look, I, I just gotta I got, one time. I gotta give it up. Throw it to him. You know, hey, and one time. He had the most genuine reaction to his wins like uh, there's a clip of him after i think he won like best director or something like that right and like he has little he gives zero fucks about like the audience and being on stage on national tv he's just like in admiration of like the trophy right and he's just basking in the moment he has this like really genuine smile and laugh that just like i think for a lot of people that resonated like this this is yeah, true passion, not like oh, I'm here to win because I'm trying to sell my project because this is no very profitable. No, 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 no. no. I, I think he just made the project that he wanted to make, and yeah, and and if you if you look at uh, most of his pro- projects, there's a specific vibe, there's a specific thing that sort of goes along with it, and Parasite uh, fell in lockstep with that. It was very sort of and 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 I remember again talking about Parasite in that it's it's a very timely film meaning mm-hmm. that it has so much to do with everything going on right now in the world um and so um and so as i say that it was interesting uh seeing some some of the reactions from from the win you know uh you you had people who were saying things like well hmm it, it won best foreign film and best picture maybe you shouldn't win both you know um fuck out of here fair enough but then that got me to thinking like okay well if you have a problem with that then then I guess you also have a problem with people winning best director and best picture because tell me what the fuck the difference is between best director and best picture. Like yeah. what what's the criteria yeah. for both? Like like what do you and it's although a very ironically enough line. he won it he won in both here, yeah. but like what's why do we have both of those? And, and and we talked about this. It's kind of odd to to win like best screenplay and you know, then have a different award for like best picture than best director. It's like Wait, aren't these all these? Yeah. Although I, I can say I can see like how like okay, best screenplay I can kind of understand. Meaning that like you're going based of more off of the plot, right? Like you're saying okay, the plot was really good. I don't know if the actual execution of that mm-hmm. plot was really good, right? With best director and best picture, it's like name like what is the difference? Like what yeah. do you what it, it's like best picture? Okay, so the right way that twix versus left twix exactly. It's, you're it's, like it's the same shit. The same. Um, so uh. So you have people saying that, and although I I will give it sort of a, a little bit of a nod, meaning that like okay, it's it's a, a a smidge of a valid question in that like okay, like if you if you're up for best picture and you're a foreign film, mm-hmm. then that means you're getting way more press than any of the other films in uh, best foreign film, right? Yeah. So 
your glow up is it's like way more than and that you're almost guaranteed to win best foreign film. That's true. So is that really fair to the other films that were might have been as good, if not maybe even better? It's just that they didn't get the same American press. But anyways, uh, I, I digress. But then you had other reactions like our 45th president, Donald Trump, who says <laughs> who, who at a rally says, did you see the, the Oscars? Um, you know, a parasite one, parasite from South Korea. And he just proceeded to just talk shit about the film, even though he didn't. See, he acknowledges that he didn't see the film. Yeah, He's like, I don't know. I didn't see it. But I, you know, hey, what about Gone with the Wind? Gone with the Wind, motherfucker. What are you talking about? Like, God, what? <laughs> that movie came out fifty years ago. This is the twenty twenty Oscars. What are you talking about? Now, now look, I'll say that with full context of I, I do believe that. Look, and this is from somebody who's, I, I think it was an utter travesty that Roma didn't win last year, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's preposterous that Green Book won. Like. I, I have no faith in the uh, fucking Academy Awards to get any sort of thing right. But I think this is a makeup year because to me, the best film was 1917. I don't know how you watch that film. And you're like, nah, that's the best shit I've seen all year. Yeah. Like, so I think it's a little bit of makeup year. I'm not mad at it though. Cause Parasite was an excellent fucking film and, and it, and it's perfectly fine that it won. I just think that 1917 was a better film, but Trump without seeing the film is like, it's from South Korea. It's like, yeah, that's I just mean, some racist shit. Like, yeah, that's entirely based on race, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and I mean, this is a guy who congratulated the Kansas City Chiefs of Kansas. Yeah, yeah. So on their Super Bowl championship. Yeah, what sir, the fuck does he really know? Yeah, you you're know? the president of the United States, and you don't know that uh, the the Chiefs are not yeah. Kansas based. They're not a Kansas based team. Yeah. And he also, you know, during the, um, I believe it was like the tsunami, the hurricanes that impacted. Uh, Puerto Rico. This is a yeah. guy who also who's like, I want to speak to the president of Puerto Rico. <laughs> Yo, you you <laughs> are the president of Puerto Rico, so you can't take what this guy says. Yeah, uh, uh, much yeah, weight. really serious. Um, uh, but I, I do want to highlight. Uh, so Neon was uh, one of the production companies involved with, uh, um, uh, with uh, Parasite, and their response was hilarious. They're like, "Well, that makes sense because he can't read," and so the film's like, uh, "It's it's a." Um, uh, obviously they subtitles. subtitles. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, well that makes sense. He just can't read. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was like, yeah. yo, that's that's a fire. Hey, Bloomberg could use whoever's on their writing team. Bloomberg needs to hire them immediately. Yeah. <laughs> that's a snap back. <laughs> um, so but, let's. Uh, yeah. uh, so we're gonna. So we're gonna round it out here with like I think one more topic just because uh, we're running a little bit long here. Uh, well, <laughs> with a little bit of a break there in between, but. I think we can speed through some of these things, but okay. Fair enough, uh, so, so did you, did you want to talk about this, uh, the subtitles thing or this Ben Affleck thing? So, uh, yeah, we could jump to the, uh, yeah, we could jump to the Ben Affleck. Um, so, okay, real quick. So, uh, an article came out in New York times where they did like this sort of like, uh, you know, this sort of highlight of Ben Affleck. Right. Um, and one of the things that people sort of mainly took out of it was, uh, and, I'll, and I'll quote the exact um, uh, reference to the article, uh, main focus was that uh, that he said, uh, I showed uh, somebody the Batman script, uh, Affleck recalled, they said, uh, I think the script is good. I also think you'll drink yourself to death if you go through what you just went through again. Now, what that's referencing is that Ben Affleck was actually, you know, he was the Cape Crusader, uh, Batman, in the DC universe. Um, 
and he was set to both direct as well as act in the uh, the Batman film uh, that Matt Reeves is now the director uh, of with Robert Pattinson being the uh, the, the Cape Crusader. Um, and and so he's basically saying, like, look, it was that whole process of creating the, you know, or, or, or uh, you know, the the DC going playing Batman in the DC universe was really taxing on him and that, it you know, it, it kind of resurfaced some of those you know, substance abuse problems that he, that yeah. he had. Um, but the reason why I wanted to talk about it was because, so I actually read that entire New York times article and weirdly enough, that part of it was actually the least interesting part of that entire article. And so I thought I found it very interesting that that's what everybody kind of like latched onto. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, there are so many other things in there that were just like really interesting that people could have explored, but bypass that be like, Oh, he, you know, stopped playing Batman because he didn't want to drink himself to death. I was like, okay, well that's interesting, but also you know, that's a small piece of it. Yeah, that's but a small piece of a lot more the to pie. it. Um and so again, and then don't get me wrong, like that's like that's pretty significant that he stopped playing, you know, Batman because he didn't want to continue this thing. But we already knew he had a like a history of like substance abuse. Um most specifically alcohol. Um, but there are so many quotes in here. Like so for instance, there's another quote that says, uh, there's a lot of alcoholism um and mental illness in my family. The legacy of that is quite powerful and sometimes hard to shake. Uh, Affleck's younger brother, Casey Affleck, 44, has spoken about his own alcoholism and uh, sobriety. The paternal grandmother took her own life in a motel when she was 46. An uncle killed himself when it, with a shotgun. An aunt uh, was a heroin addict. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> That's a lot. Jesus fucking, what? <laughs> and and we're sitting here talking about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a lot to fucking take in. Like, and and, and it's crazy too, man. Because I have a couple of friends, you know, that you know very well, who you know, there's people within their family who deal with you know alcoholism. And I always wondered, like, when I was younger, like, why don't they ever drink? Like, for me, it was like, whatever, I have a drink, whatever. It's, it's nothing big, right? Yeah. For them, it was like, no, no, I'm never drinking. And I always just thought it was like, oh, like I didn't, yeah, whatever. Like they, that's you just not their vibe. Take one step down that road. Exactly, but it turns out that they knew that it ran in the family, and they were like, "I'm not even going to go down that path because I see what it does to the people in my family." Yeah. And learning that as I grew up was just like, "Oh shit!" Like that's that's some powerful shit. Like when you know something's like, it's not just like, "Oh, I can just take a sip of this and I'm like straight." It's yeah. like I like I see what this does. Like this is not going to end yeah. well. You know. And it's like you know, maybe I have the willpower to have a sip and i'll be fine right and to resist temptation to have more and more like maybe i have that willpower but it's like maybe i don't right maybe it's something that's just out of my control i've seen it impact my family and even though i think i'm capable of 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 managing myself like what if i don't actually have that willpower so i'm not even gonna take a step down that road yeah Um, that must be like a scary powerful feeling to know that you feel like you might be in control but, but you, you know, know you're not. You may actually oh, not be. It's crazy. Uh, and then he has another quote uh, in there when he says, and this is what I was re- referencing earlier in, in the podcast, where he says, shame is really toxic. There is no positive byproduct of shame. It's just uh, stewing in a toxic, hideous feeling of low self-worth and self-loathing. So when I was talking, when I was telling the story about, you know, calling the woman back and being like, hey, that's not my actual phone number. I mm-hmm. fucked up. Um, you know, obviously in my, in my life, I've had like greater instances of that feeling. Um, but I think that statement is 100 percent correct. And like how you feel when you feel shame. Yeah. Oh, it's just, just like self-loathing. You're just like, I'm I'm 
shitty. Like, I just feel like shit, you know, you don't want to like expose yourself to the world. So what that does is make you then lie to the world. You know, it makes you it, 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 it's what makes you do weird things that you're like, well, why didn't you just just admit like you did the thing? It's fine. Like people are going to be like, eh, whatever. But for you, it's like, no, I can't I can't have people like, no, I did this shit. You know, yeah. it's like it's so shameful to you, you know. Yeah. Um. So I, I just thought those are like vastly more fascinating and interesting aspects to the article than what uh he you know what everybody else was was talking about yeah what i found out about ben affleck in these like uh in his most recent interviews that he's done where he's like especially since his divorce and his like really public dealing with this his like alcoholism is how honest this guy is they um i mean he found success with like goodwill hunting right with uh, i believe he and matt damon wrote starred and directed in that movie yeah they, they yeah they, they started and directed in yeah the film. um they, they, and they wrote it as well right? or, uh, they didn't direct it i'm sorry uh, they co-wrote it yeah yeah so um that's where they found success but they've taken um i'm both great actors right but they've taken like different paths in in terms of like how they handle their like public image whereas matt damon is kind of taking the you know somewhat squeaky clean um someone route yeah. someone yeah, like a couple hiccups no yeah. one's perfect right yeah uh but ben affleck is just like he is perfectly fine with like living through his uh his his vices right where there's like one failed marriage two failed marriages three failed marriages alcoholism um whatever it may be he manages to still like just be great at what he does um so i gotta respect this guy's honesty there's a quote here that i just really resonated with me when i read this article so he says like you know you're trying to make yourself feel better with eating or drinking or sex or gambling or shopping or whatever but that ends up making your life worse. And then you do more of it to make that discomfort go away. Then you, then the real pain starts. It becomes a vicious cycle you can't break. And that's what happened to me. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. How? I mean, that's some honesty for your ass, right? Let's say, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I could make it better. I was drinking. I was having sex. So, you know, my marriage failed. And, you know, my, my kids don't even live with me anymore. And I tried to make it go away by doing more of it and then you know here i am and, right and but that, you like work through it and that's how addiction works right like you you the the very thing that is kind of hindering you from having those relationships from being better being more positive uh is the very thing that you try to find like comfort in so it's like this like it's like uh self-sustaining system where it's just like well you're doing the thing that's actually hurting yeah. you from doing all the shit that you actually like want to do you know so it's uh yeah it, it, it's a shot of honesty from him um but in truth truth be told whenever these kind of interviews get done with like celebrities i'm always i always feel bad because like and the reason being is because i feel like some of the most honest shit no matter how like much of a like oh shit like that's a dime like he's that's a quote you know but like how much of it are you actually internalizing? Meaning that like, is that just like kind of like a line that you either heard somebody else say, or that you kind of came up with on your own to like signal to people, Hey, I'm thinking about this and I'm being deep about this. Meanwhile, you're not really, yeah, <laughs> you know? And like, cause to me, if I were in the limelight, I wouldn't want to talk about this shit at all. Cause it's like, like I would feel like I'm cheapening like the thing that I'm dealing with by like, announcing it to the world you know in a weird way everybody's different that's not that's not necessarily the way i would roll yeah there's no right or wrong he's he's different yeah like if you choose to not talk about it you're no more right or wrong than a person who chooses to 
talk about it on national TV. And be open, yeah. Um, you know, you got to handle your shit however works for you, right? Some people are like, all right, you know, hearing my story could help millions of people deal with their shit. Absolutely. And other people are like, yo, I just, I can't do that. And yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I've always liked Ben Affleck. Uh, he's the butt of many jokes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think he's a great actor. He's a really good writer. He's a really good director. Um, he's got a lot of projects coming out this year. That, yeah, like four. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I thought um, uh, Triple Frontier, like, you know, we we did a press and, play on yeah, that. Movie. I, find, yeah. I, I love that shit. Yeah, it was okay. It was right. I thought it was really good. Yeah, um, right. You know, I I want to see him continue to do great work. Yeah. Uh, again, I I do admire someone who's able to be this honest and this public. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I think this article did exactly what it was intended to do, which is make you want to go see the way back. So I think at yeah. the end of the day, it's just a huge marketing ploy for this actual film. So yeah. <laughs> actually, I do want to go see the movie now. So so job well done, uh, New York Times. All right. Um, let's move on here uh, to the second to last topic. Um, yo, I'm not even gonna say anything. So <laughs> Jesus Christ, the glow up is looking nice. Holy shit. This movie's doing hey, better look, than I thought. Hey, look, $57 million for the usual three-day period, which represents the most successful opening for a video game adaption, snatching the title from Pokemon Detective uh, Pikachu of last year. Sonic the fucking headshot. Holy shit. Down in the dirt. It was dead. It was over. They counted it out. I think uh, we and, counted uh, it you out. You counted it out. I, I thought I still counted it. I yeah. still don't understand it. <laughs> when when, <laughs> when they uh, did the redesign um, of the Sonic character, right? And they made it more realistic, true to the comic. I, that's when I was like, okay, you know, this 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 might have some legs. Like, and I still was like, and I, and I'm still to the, even to this point of like, who gives a shit? Like, what like what the fuck does it matter? <laughs> like, yeah. it's a fucking made believe comic uh, uh, video game character. Who gives a shit what it looks like? But apparently, there are a lot of people who fucking do. I, I kind of want to see this movie. You're smoking crack right now. For those who can't see it, Arain is clearly smoking crack. I've got a crack. very, very busy schedule as we talked about before. But the if I find some time, about? I might want to see this Sonic movie. Sonic, get the fuck out of my face, dude. I'm not I'm not seeing this movie. Depending on how like violent how it, it is or, or how like, you know. Come on, man. You saw the trailers. You saw the fucking trailers. What about that movie outside the fact that a lot of other people went to go see the movie even remotely and when I say a lot of people I mean a lot of people for this type of movie yeah like what about it is like yeah no like you you definitely would identify with anything there. so I mean I think Sonic is a great character I love Sonic um, name the, the last time you said the, the name Sonic the Hedgehog before you saw the trailer for this film I was talking about Sonic <laughs> and Knuckles I got a up. Sonic and Knuckles tattoo on my butt cheek yeah <laughs> <laughs> you've never seen it of and course I, and but it's there. I never want to <laughs> okay <laughs> alright so I just think this movie, um, obviously, it's, it's well-timed, right? You got the Pikachu movie that that kind of like opened the way for it. So, okay, this this stuff might be fun. It might be cool for the kids. Let's take the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Let's try and uh, save my marriage. Take the family. <laughs> no, but I, I'm wondering why the kids would want to go see this movie when they know nothing about Sonic. Like, or does it even matter? So I, I think for the kids, like... It doesn't matter what it is. Well, like, let, let's say you're a cartoon you're, looking You're a 10-year-old kid and your dad is like, Oh, I used to watch this when I was a kid, right? Yeah, right. I still would have that. Actually, made me shy away from the movie. No, I think I'd be like, I, I, I don't care about this. Well, if you only see your dad on the weekends, then <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you might not give a fuck. Mom yeah. says you have to pay. <laughs> Right? You missed a couple of checks, yeah. Dad. <laughs> Bills are due. Mom <laughs> says you need to pay, uh, but <laughs> if you're like. 
you know, like let's say like you're you're ten year old, right? And your parents yeah. like, hey, we used to watch this when we were growing up. You watch the trailer and it looks good. Like, yeah. I think for I think the reason this movie did so successful is when people went to see it, it was like large groups of people, right? It was like families going to see this. Sure. Yeah. Um, which you know, if you're selling four tickets in every sale, right? And those like sales or amount of tickets per transaction. Yeah. yeah boost like that, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to make a successful film. Um, and I think this with this movie, it's fun for the adults, yeah. right? Who grew up watching Sonic the Hedgehog. It's fun for the kids who are watching just a fun animated character, yeah. but able to like see also the excitement and generations who are familiar with this. Yeah. I think no. that's why a part of the element of what like makes a movie like this successful. Yeah. I, I just would never have predicted that this, this film would be doing as well as it did. And honestly, I still don't believe it. I, it's weird to me that anybody would be even remotely interested, but I think what you, what you laid out makes, uh, makes a lot of sense. I just, I just saw, uh, Jim Carrey as what? Robotnik? Is that what Robotnik? Yep. Yeah. I just saw Jim Carrey as Robotnik. I was like, Hard pass. I'm good. <laughs> you know what? Sure. But uh, if you if you're familiar with Robotnik from like the cartoons, right? From like the from back in the day, yeah. Jim is kind of he's kind of spot I, I, on. I, I'm I'm a Jim Carrey fan in the sense that I love the sh- like when I was a kid, I love the slapstick shit, right? Yeah. When I'm older, I don't love the slapstick shit quite as much, and it seemed like that. That's what this was was just Jim Carrey being full young Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> But very consistent to like what again going uh, consistency like here inconsistency almost killed this movie where Sonic looked like a you know Ellen Page right but but again why would the fucking kids of like it's the parents who would have worried about that like oh my god this doesn't look like my Sonic right like the kids don't give a shit they like what the fuck is a Sonic so I don't know what a Sonic so, is. so the parents are like fuck no yeah D- dad can I go see Sonic. That's not Don't Sonic. Don't you ever say that in this house again, yeah. young man. <laughs> Go back to your room. Your mother and I are going to be in the garage. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> now, if like you're a parent, like you see this and it looks like something you remember from your childhood and your kids yeah. want to go see it. Yeah. I mean, now, now, as a parent, even if I wasn't excited to go to this movie to see it, I'm going to go see this movie. Yeah. Because it's like a family thing. And I, again, yeah. I think that's what drove the success of this film. Fair enough. All right, let's move on here. Uh, to our final topic. Uh, very interesting thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh, this has to do with um, a quiet place. A uh, racist which, place. Uh, uh, well, as some would say. Enough. Yeah, some would say. <laughs> um, so th- this, um, so as we all know, uh, A Quiet Place 2 is, uh, is about to drop soon, but uh, let- let's take a venture back to uh, A Quiet Place, uh, the-, the original film. Um, so uh, a gentleman uh, by the name of Richard Brody, I believe, or Bordy, with, uh, I believe he was with IndieWire. Uh, that might not be true. He might be with uh, the uh, New York Times. Between IndieWire and New York Times, he's one with one of those people, uh, or one of those organizations. Um, he wrote an article in April of 2018 about A Quiet Place. Um, and in that, he... And let me give you his direct... The direct quote from the article, and then I'll explain exactly sort of what I think he means by this. Uh, he said, uh, a quiet place is the whitest since the release of three billboards, which actually I didn't see three billboards, but I, I, w- I wanted to. So I'm curious as to what he means by that. Um, as a horror film goes, uh, it's the antithesis uh, of get out. Uh, and as much as it's a symbol, uh, it's, it's symbolic uh, realm is both apparently unconscious and uh, cons- uh, conspicuously regressive. What does he mean by that? Um, what he essentially means is that um, the idea, the concept of a quiet place is inherently racist. 
Um, and the reason why he says that is because, okay, it's a white family who live in the country land who protect themselves with guns and shotguns and shit um, from, from these, these like dark, scary, dark, creatures. scary creatures who are really fast. And if you say anything, you'll get, you know, you'll, you'll die. Um, and, um, and so that, that, that's the basic thing that he's sort of, you know, proposing there. Um, I don't know where I come on this particular issue on one hand. That's actually true. I can I can kind of buy into that framing. It isn't what I was thinking when I watched the movie. Have you, have you and have you seen A Quiet Place? Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Um, Shit was dope. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Interesting in the context of this article, but um, so when I watched it, I didn't really. And and before I even get to that, um, you can handle this either one of two ways. One way is that lines up and that actually is correct and that you know what he's proposing actually makes sense the other way you can handle it is why is it that you're watching it that way yeah you know <laughs> and and then let me tell you why i even say that um uh trevor noah had uh i was watching like the behind the scenes of um uh the daily show mm-hmm. and it's like when he's basically just talking to the crowd and i, I think i don't think it's off the cuff but like it's it feels like it's uh, it's off the cuff because like they show all the behind the scenes like cameras and shit but uh he said this one joke that i thought was like actually appropriate for this particular topic is that he was like you know how sometimes you, like you have friends who can be like too woke in that like it's just like you're doing the opposite of the thing you think you're doing. Yeah. So like he was like he's like walking down the street one day with uh, some of his friends and he was the only like black person with his friends. And then one person, uh, somebody's driving down the street and yells, hey, go back to Africa or uh, hey, you monkey or some shit like that. Right. And he's like, damn, his friends are like, damn, damn, damn. He's like, man, I'm and one of his friends says, I'm sorry, Trevor. Like, that's fucked up. Right. He's like. Wait a minute. How do you know he was talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his friend's like, wait, but you're the. You're uh, wait, <laughs> but how you're many, how many blacks, <laughs> right? So, and, and hey, we talked about that a little bit earlier. Uh, I forget what we were referencing, but uh, but that that it reminded me of that joke of like, like you think you're being like woke, but yeah. really you're like nobody else is looking at this thing the same way. Now, you might you might say that like that's that's what he's referring to is is like the inherentness of the idea. Right. Like that it's built into the crust of it. You know, it's not it's not something that you're going to see on the conscious layer so much as you're going to see on the subconscious layer of like, oh, these dark creatures who are running around and killing you if you say anything. And, and that represents sort of this. And and, uh, and spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched the movie yet. But Krasinski, he screams at one point to save his kids. And really, that's like the, the white rage, you know, of like, I'm not going to be quiet anymore. And I'm yeah. going to like yell, you know, and then the other only uh, uh, only other dude who like screams during the course of the movie uh it's like this is like older white white dude who's not really trying to like he's not trying he didn't do it because he's like singing a song he didn't do it because he's like it's a pleasant thing he He did it because he's like fuck this shit i'm just i want to fucking just yell you know um and so uh so yeah where do you where do you come down on i mean like you can see anything that Mm. you want to see if you have if you put that lens on and you look for that thing right if i really want to see racism i can look at you know batman begins or dark knight rises and i can look at like 
well, this movie is really just about powerful white men, you know, uh, roaming about Gotham. Yeah, and, it surprised and, me when I realized that a lot of uh, a lot of conservative people have a hard on for The Dark Knight Rises. Like, I remember watching like Ben Shapiro. He mm-hmm. did like a whole video about like why it's about like what happens when like liberals or like progressives like take over and they try to like democratize things. Yeah. Like you could do the same thing with yeah. Lord of the Rings. Like, oh, you know, the golden ring belongs to a white man. It's, yeah. You know, and that is a, and then there are the orcs who are like the working class and they, <laughs> they have, and it's like you can, and Gollum is the, you know, the, the poverty stricken. Yeah. Like you can find anything you can find the thing that you want to look that you want to find in anything as long as you look into it with that particular lens, right? Sure. So yeah. if you look at a movie like the, the Quiet Place, you can either look at it as like this is just a great story that's being told. It's a really good film. And to John Krasin- John Krasinski's point, he said that like this is about like parenthood and like doing anything to protect your children, yeah. even in the darkest of times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I think where I lie is that both can be true yeah sure sure Both you know i mean be- especially if you're as a white dude you're writing this from your own lens mm-hmm. you can be writing it without the the intent of that being the case yeah but, but then subconsciously having these creatures end up are being like, the case they're darker but then but then i uh, i don't know these creatures might be from mexico yeah <laughs> build a wall you know? <laughs> right like that yeah, that can it, be true now well, if they started talking about build a wall like yeah. signing each other with build a wall in the middle of fucking quiet place i'd have been yeah. like whoa gotta, <laughs> there it is we gotta be quiet when we build this wall right <laughs> um no but but then i started to think about like okay like let's like think about other movies right like let's okay like aliens right like are we saying that because you know, here's Ripley, a white woman being, you know, she's impregnated at, in Aliens 3 by this black, you know, alien NBA player. <laughs> right? <laughs> what is this really yeah, about? Exactly. Is this Lamar Odom? So we can, we can play that game all day. But then I was like, and, and I was like, OK, well, then that actually kind of leads into what the what this person's what Robert or Richard uh, Bordy is saying. But then I started to think like, OK. So what if we made the monsters like orange? Do we still have the same? Is it does your logic still hold true? Like, or, or what if they're like like white, creamy? Exactly. Monsters? Like, well, like are we like so? For instance, in the movie Signs, right? You could argue that the movie Signs was kind of about the same thing, yeah. right? With uh, Mel Gibson, right? Like that here are these alien creatures who come from outer space or some shit, and and you know. Um, he, you know, he has to protect his family from these creatures, but they're like green creatures. Like, so are we still applying that same thing? So therefore, so I guess what I'm trying to drive home is, is like, so then can no white person write a movie about a white family sheltering themselves from some sort of danger? Yeah. Like, is it not, is that not, is that socially taboo for that to be the case? If the creature is always like a dark texture, right? Or a dark color, is it always like. Does it have a racist undertone? Like, so do they have to make the creature like a bright, friendly white, like blue no. or yellow or but, white? Okay, so but then okay, so that speaks to a deeper philosophical thing of like, well, okay, well, why are bad things black, right? Like, yeah. so, like you know, when you think of those creatures, like creatures and aliens and you know the quiet place, or whatever, like why is it that these darker creatures are? It, it seems like okay, that's a consistent theme in it. Um, so 
again, from both aspects, I can kind of, I see it a little bit, you know? There are arguments to be made from both perspectives, right? Um, But here's the thing, like, does... Does darkness scare most people? Everybody, regardless of like skin, skin color. color, where you're from, religion, yeah. it does. Like the dark is just scary. Like right? if, like if you're in a, like a dark room, like you're if not, you, yeah, you're not gonna be like, oh, this is fun. Like, yeah. you're like, like you're no, like, what the f- yeah. somebody turn the goddamn light on. Like over there, <laughs> right? If you're in a dark room with like a dark creature, right, you're yeah. gonna be more, way more scared than, than like a bright like if pink the lights light. are on. Hey, yeah, if, you got, <laughs> if you got energy saving halogen <laughs> light bulbs. <laughs> And the monster is blue. It's like, all right, I hey, see you right there. You Get out! Stop <laughs> it! Get out of here! Go! Don't all make right? me call your parents. <laughs> so, I mean, there are things that are just naturally more. They 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 elicit elicit your like fear more so than others, right? Yeah. And that is dark creatures in a dark, quiet, scary setting. And I don't. I don't. When I watched this movie, I didn't get any racist undertone from it. I just got a good movie. No, and but I, but again, I think that that's what that's again. What the, but the, it the, could very much be there. But I, I think that's what that's what I find most disturbing is is that like what he's proposing can't really be like refuted. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it can't be like it's not a blatant lie. Yeah, it's not but like, at the same oh, time, you're like, fuck out of here. I don't lies. know if that's the like, way I saw it. So but all right. one of my favorite comedians, Patrice O'Neill, right? Yeah. He was telling this joke about so he, he Patrice O'Neill's big guy, he's like six three, big fat guy, right? Big fat tall black guy. All right. Okay, well, right? Yeah, not, how many times <laughs> do you have to say fat? Why people? Like, Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, keep going. I'm just <laughs> but so anyway, right? He's like a uh, you know. To, to anybody who looks at him like, oh, this guy's big. He's somewhat of an intimidating figure, right? Yeah. And, but he has like two small dogs, two like Shih Tzus, right? Very yeah. small, puffy, cute little dog, right? Mm-hmm. He was telling this story in one of his stand-up specials about how like, I think he was walking his dogs and you see this big guy and you see these little dogs you're like, what the fuck? Right? And then, uh, so this like older white lady came up to him like, oh, these are such beautiful dogs and uh, like, do you treat them well? Like, what? Right? <laughs> so basically asking him, like, you know, are you, like... A beast your dog. And, like, and that's what he was saying. He was like, wait, is, are you fucking asking me if <laughs> I abuse my dogs? <laughs> like, these dogs that I fucking love? Are you asking me if I abuse them? Right? Just because of the way she was asking. Yeah. Um, and, but, like, he was like, the, the, the thing about like racism and like these like racist undertones and these like questions and these things that may or may not be it's like you never know it's like yeah he was questioning himself like was she just asking me if i love and take care of my dogs or, yeah or or was and she I, just or was she asking me a different question and you never and, and i and know. i and i think that that's what the the most fucked up thing about you know you, you know we could talk about slavery we could talk about uh the jim crow era like that's what the uh, to me i think is the you know, outside of the people actually being slaves and people actually dying because of, you know, all these fucked up things that are happening. Um, and then just generally treated like shit. Um, that's one of the things I think is most fucked up is, is that now we never really know. Yeah. Right. So somebody can write an article like this and you don't know, you have to start. Now you have to look at the, uh, uh, a quiet place is like, Oh no, I thought this was a story about family and about loving your kids and about, yeah. 
you know, um, thinking no, that like, fuck, uh, yeah, Jim. like because what, what one of the things that he said that Krasinski said was like, hey, this is about like the promise of keeping your kid safe, but knowing that you can't keep that promise. It's like that's a bar. Like that's yeah, you're right. That's exactly what the fuck the film's about. Now I gotta like go back and think like, fuck, is Jim from the Office racist? No. Did he ever really? Did he give any black customers a discount on that day? On that Dunder Mifflin paper? <laughs> did he? At least give what like were a, those discounts only reserved for the companies that were Hey, like? hey where's Pam at? Somebody get Pam here. Get Let's Pam ask Pam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know where the fuck we stand on that, but I know we got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, so, as always, um, uh, if you fuck with us from the very beginning of the podcast, you know what the drill is. Um, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, and hit that share button. Uh, share this shit with anybody and everybody who you think can uh, can benefit from our stellar commentary uh, on various topics as far as TV and film goes, along with any other goddamn thing we're going to talk about. Uh, we will be back next week uh, at some other point in time. Um, but until then, we will tell you to hit the usual protocol. Fade out. Peace. <laughs>